Stand by for pre-show banter. Yo! Hello! He's terrible, isn't he? I can't believe what a dick he is. You're telling yeah. me you don't have to live with him. Yeah. Uh, the dick? Mike. Who do you think? Uh, Donald Trump, of course. Who else? Fanatical loyalty. Okay, uh, right. Hello, stream. No. What's good, stream fam? We should start. Yeah. Is that it? We're doing it? Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch! Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, how the fellas will tell you about it. Oh, oh, spaghetti-os! News, reviews, and an indie pitch. The stupidest combination I've ever heard in my life! Here comes Juke with sound by saviors. I only had three dollars in his wallet. Three dollars in his wallet. That was bullshit. Hello and welcome to episode 537 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 537! What's up, people? I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm Chinny. And we are not military veterans, people. We're veterans of the gaming lifestyle. That's that right, and we also... Well, you, well, you know that I'm going to come in there, Stu, oh, so why... He always I'm hopes that maybe thing. he'll have a chance. I was having a rhyming thing. Forget oh, yeah. it, I don't even want to fucking say that. <laughs> you broke him, Stu. Way to go. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're streaming on Beam and something, I don't know, Twitch. Oh, I'm going to go out YouTube? into the street with my ill-informed uh, views and protest <laughs> about that. Liberate! Protest! Get free! Um, yeah. Yeah. So, how is yeah. everybody? How We're all good, I believe. Yeah, doing great. Hey, I'm, I'm on the, the Snooker, World Snooker website, and... Ooh. YouTube channel. Wow. How about wait like you personally? That? Or like you're looking at it? Now me. I'm on you? it. Why? It's like literally on it. Sounds like a story time to me. Oh story, snap, story, story I think time. it is. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. So uh so the World Snooker Tour is basically the FIFA of Snooker. Okay. Right, Duke. So they're the they're the body they're the official snooker body people. So people they, buy the game every year and they go, oh, it needs more new kit. Well, no, it's it's like snooker tour. No, no, is no, like proper snooker. Like oh, proper oh, snooker. I the got you. Like, oh, not the video game. Okay, sorry. I got you. Yeah, the actual sport right, right, of right, snooker right, right. is ran by World gotcha. Snooker Tour. Gotcha. Right. Uh, I'm on their YouTube channel uh, right now. Playing uh, snooker or they're just covering you? No, I asked. Well, no, say so they asked me. Yeah. Hey, could you do an interview with the winners of the tournament? Because we're doing the World Championship virtual nice. bet spreads. So let's just tournament. well, let's just step back a second. So how did okay. that come about? Yeah, how why did they, they pick you? Find you? I was yeah. sat on my computer, and then a message came through on Discord saying, "Hey, do you want to do this?" From whom? And yeah, That's but how, much... how did they find you, though? Yeah, like, why are you? Googled... What makes you so special? They yeah, Googled why are you special? Suka 19 superstars. 
Mm. No, so what happened was uh, the publisher of the game, Ripstown Games, put my name forward to do it. Again, um, well, why did that happen? Have they just seen you doing stuff or did well, they know I, about other stuff you've done? Start um, when you were born, Chinny. When were you yeah. born? So when, when were you born? What did your mum say? I was born in uh, a hospital oh. and uh, I know, posh, posh. Yeah, but how did you um, get to the hospital? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know actually. I've never asked. Anyway, so okay, so, yes, somebody so, found so, you because of your playing of snooker on the correct. Twitch. I am okay. in the tournament. A, right. I've also made a lot of videos of Ryan Snooker 19 B, uh, so they know of me and stuff. And then gotcha. you put uh, yourself out World there, snooker, people find it. World Snooker Tour contacted the the, the game people and, awesome. and said, "Would you? Is there any way we can do interviews with the winners of the tournament as they go?" And they said, oh, actually, there's this one chap, uh, Captain Goodspeed. And he said, no. And then I did it. Only joking. Uh, no, I was the, I was their, their pick. Uh, That's awesome. And they said they, they, they sent a link to World's Nuke Tour of my stuff. And they said, yeah, that seems fine. Get him to do it if he can do it. And then I did my first interview because the first match has been played in the tournament. The round one, the first match was aired yesterday. I, it wasn't me. Uh, wasn't you? My, my match is tomorrow at Ooh. 10 a.m. Well, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that, man. Who is it against? And, uh, it's against uh, a chap called Halborn13. Oh, you're going to kick his uh, ass. Yeah, fun fact about Halborn. He's got like 120 147s, which is Ooh. like Ooh. basically one four, a 147 break. Duke is he's pretty much the, the, the gold. Like, so like that, a 187? Top. Sorry? Is it like a 187? It's like that, but minus forty. Oh. Um, no, actually, that's... you can get a slightly higher break. You get one five one. Yeah, one yeah, time yeah, I got honest. a six three eight. So you know, no. <laughs> you but so a one four seven is basically you. You are getting the maximum amount of of, of points on the on the table, which right. is uh, fifteen reds, fifteen blacks, and then all the colours. So right. it's it's a it's an unbelievable uh, triumph. And but he's very anyway. good at getting those then. Yes, he's very good at getting those. And, and you're not. So he him. sounds very good in general. He's very good. <laughs> you got yes. your work cut yeah. out for you, man. Um, but you know, like this with with snooker, people say you know, like it's anybody can take a frame. Uh, so we'll <laughs> we'll see. You got to believe so, in uh, yourself, dude. You can you can do this. You got yeah, it. Don't put yourself down. Yeah. yeah. Come uh, on. So that that so my my match is airing on the World Snooker Tour YouTube channel. Um, yeah. But uh, as I said, the, the the first match has been played. So if you go onto World Snooker Tour's YouTube channel right now, you will see my face. It's like the the, the video they just uploaded. Oh, so how long did you interview the guy for? I only interviewed uh, uh, Tommy, who won for five minutes, and then the, I I cut the interview down myself and and put some B roll on it myself so okay um, i've got a question yeah so say for instance right and i'm not predicting anything here or you know trying to jinx you and nothing okay that's a great right. way to start well, it well let's just say it doesn't go well tomorrow right right do you Thanks. then have to interview, do you then have to interview the winner which would be weird it would be weird yeah but that might happen that might wow happen. yeah yeah so i can just Call him the C word and see. Yeah, yeah, see what happens. I think happens. he's a good man. I like him. I got... it on there. <laughs> this is uh, Chinny's opponent talking about him before the fight. Nothing against him, but I'm definitely going to make orphans of his children. Uh, you know, they do have a mother, champ. 
Yes, but I would imagine that she would die of grief. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I feel right now. I'm playing that guy. There's a good uh, chance you could beat Tatum, but you got to yeah. visualize it, Homer. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta um, see it. So yeah, anything can happen. Tom Lewis in the chat just said anything can happen. So that that's cool. Um, Good yeah, luck, so my, my match is going to be premiered on YouTube, World Snooker Tours YouTube channel and Facebook at um, ten a.m. And that's cool. Yeah. And then um, yeah, what else? You're gonna be wearing your veteran gamer shirt, I hope, so that you can show but, off and slug. If our... you want to watch, if you want to watch the commentary version, because me and Captain Goodspeed are gonna do commentary for each one. So of... is that is that gonna be on the world tour? No, that's gonna be on my Chin Chinny YouTube. Oh, all right, channel. so that's oh, so many YouTube channels. So. Yeah, are they, are they doing commentary on the official channel? No, no, they're not. You need uh, to email them, Chinny. Say, look, we've already said, we've already I demand them. commentary. Who do you we've think I am? Them saying because me and Joe, Captain Goodspeed, he's Joe's got like fourteen thousand subscribers, and he plays like snooker and stuff. Oh, I think he's me and Joe uh, have said we've offered our commentary. We're like, we'll do the commentary. Just, just put it on there. And they was like, well, for round one, we, 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 this is how we're going to cover it. So we'll see. Um, but I don't know. It's just so. Uh, is, is Joe in the tournament? Joe is in the tournament. Yes, he's okay, matched okay, okay. later on in the, the week. Did yeah, you tell them I that know... you have thirty four subscribers? Sorry. Did you tell them that you have thirty four subscribers? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're bound in two hundred and fourteen. Like Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Suck it. So, Did you tell them? <laughs> I only had one hundred and sixty last week. Wow, that's impressive. You doubled so it. So now two hundred and fourteen. Um, yeah, and the commentary match has been the best video I've put on that channel since I've started it in January. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, You're a big shot in online Yeah, snooker. you know, I'm kind of a big deal here, so... Kind of. Uh, so what yeah. you're saying is you're a big dick. There you go. I, I, I okay. didn't even come close to saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a weird thing to jump to. You're a, you're a big dick in the world of... I think snooker. what it is here, Stu, I think this is what's happening, and let me... Let me just kind of... You're a big old knob in the world. What's, what's happening here is you're getting jealous of my <laughs> new game playing. BDE going, is what oh, he's jealous why of. Why can't I get 20 people watching me? Yeah. All he's doing, he's fucking playing snooker. I'm mixing music. I'm making art. He's just playing fucking... <laughs> Damn it, I was trying to see how long we could go without bringing that up. I, I never mentioned he had seven people this mentioned. week, Chinny. I never mentioned nothing. Yeah. The teachers That's didn't tell me to I'm turn it off for, for like my story time. The yeah. teachers didn't Even tell me to turn it off for another thirty-five seconds. That we've been doing for eleven years. You've, you've, you. Just before we started, a good thing wow. to tweet maybe would be, "Hey, we're going live on the podcast. Join in." Yeah, yeah. He, no, he tweets, that? "Hey, join me on the fucking DJ next week that I'm doing." <laughs> yeah, because it's bastard. It's back to back or something. Yeah, back to back, man. Got a friend. There's two of us DJing in. Yeah, see, street. so it's not just your everyday week. No. What do so I yeah, do? What do I do? I still join in. Yeah. No. That's because you're a good you man. Do you watch my snooker streams? No. Yeah, I've, I've watched all of them. Exactly. All uh, of them. Any other stories that people good. have? So there you go. I'm now a world famous YouTuber. Everybody, I've got like 214 subscribers. My it's life has changed. I've got people knocking on my door. 
Yeah. I got like groupies hanging around. You're interviewing oh, famous yeah. virtual snooker players. Yeah, it's just everything's just fucking changed for me, man. Oh. You know, and the, the the most important thing is sexy and I know it. is to make sure that it doesn't change me as a character. Uh, can I ask a question, Chinny? Chinny, during this time of lockdown, are you gonna grow the hair again? We're gonna uh, have long chinny hair. No. So how are you, how are you getting it cut? Well, I had my hair cut just before the, sh- the 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 lockdown stuff. So, what you're thinking that it's going to be open again in I three last weeks? A while. I last a while. <laughs> yeah, I last a while. So, can we cut yeah, the maybe. condescending crap and play the game? Any other stories? Kevin, the chat said all these side projects is going to split the team. That'd be fine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> once I go oh, on well, tour to promote my next Duke, book. Duke, what are you doing? What are you doing on the side, Duke? Writing. I just finished the second draft of the Juncture Alpha. When you read that story, your brain's going to explode. Sounds good. I like the title. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Just wait. What's it about? What's it about? What's it? Give about, us a brief overview. It's about this woman who makes a machine that causes probabilities to appear. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. It's freaking awesome i'm very it does sound pretty good yeah i just gotta find some place to publish it yeah all right any other stories uh actually yes i've got a story go ahead yeah i've I've been on holiday this week and i just that's not a story nothing else to do (laughs) uh what are you gonna do was that a joke Stu? was that i don't know a joke I don't know. Where are you going? You know, you know, we had the meeting before. What's your game playing? I'm head of jokes. What's your game playing? Is there a wheel? I don't know. Is oh. there a wheel, Chinny? Nah. nah. <laughs> okay, well, there, fortunately, there is a die, so I will roll it. One and two is Stu. Three and four is Chinny. Five and six is me. It's a four. That's Chinny. Go, Chinny, go. I've been playing a lot of Snooker 19 <laughs> in preparation for this. Yeah. And did you get any 638s? I didn't get any 638s. So I almost got a 742. Oh, yeah. Huh? Uh, oh, that's pretty impressive. But the 19 Frizzle almost happened as well. So you <laughs> never know what's going to yeah. happen with these things. Um,. Yeah, I've been playing Snooker 19 a lot, and I've been playing on Master Plus. So let me break it down for, for Duke, who doesn't yeah, know here. Yeah, break it down from keys to grams. Break it, break it, break it. So you've got different aiming aids on Snooker. Okay. And, you know, you would probably be more familiar with a pool game. You probably yes. played a pool video game, right? Maybe at some point. Mm-hmm. At some point, I don't know. That's probably a no by the sound of it. No, so I think I have. You, I just don't remember it at all. When you play a pool game, Yes. Game. You've got the line of the white ball, the right. cue ball. Right. Yeah. And then you've got the line of the object ball. Yes. Right. Um so in in Snooker nineteen, the object ball line is the harder the difficulty, the more of a cone it is and less of a line. Does right. that make sense? It's, yeah, because it's not it's not auto aiming for you. Yes, exactly. Like Call so, of Duty. I understand Call of Duty. And then and it's then like Forza. um uh and then when after the white ball has hit the object ball, yeah. it shows you where the white ball is going to go. Do you okay. know what I mean? So the, right, the line sure. shows you where, where it ricochets. On, so on, there's different difficulties on Snooker 19. Yeah. There's amateur, pro, pro plus. There's master, balls master deep. Plus. There's hardcore. There's 
punk buster yeah. and there's yeah. bitch ass. So 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 pro is like your bitch ass difficulty. Yeah. Right. Pro Plus is like your punk difficulty. It's right. like, hey, you got to know what you're doing, yeah. right? At Pro Plus, but uh, Master Plus is like balls deep, screw gotcha. you kind yeah. of thing. So it only gives you the only thing you see is the white line from the white ball to the object ball. Right. But it doesn't show you where the white ball is going to go after it hits the object ball. Are you with I sure me? Sure, hope there's people listening who know about snooker and this video game. I know what he's talking about. You may know he what he's what. talking about, but you don't really care, do you? I played. I played snooker. I played snooker with Chinny the other that's week. A, that's a no. Anyway, go on, Chinny. What do you mean? <laughs> so anyway, all I'm saying is that it's all this tournament is set at a difficulty that is out of my comfort zone. I got you. I got you. And so you're having uh, to practice in order to get ready. Yeah, so I had to practice to get ready, and also I'm fucked because this <laughs> this difficulty is really really difficult. And well, I think you ought to go yeah. uh, running through the snow with a log on your back. That's how Rocky Balboa got ready to beat the yeah. Russian. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. With a cue on my back. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I mean, cool. you should definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, else yeah, I've been playing Snooker 19. All right, okie dokie. Who's, who's next, Duke? Yeah, I'm going to roll the die here in just a second. Here it comes. Hey, freaking... Okay, yeah, it's a two. That's Stu. You. you. Uh, right, Half-Life Alex. Um, yes, oh, yeah. it's, it's Are you done with this yet? No. Why not? But Hurry up, get it finished. It's 15 hours, man. It's so what? Hours. You've had 15 hours since like you got it? I you've talked about it for 15 Yeah, really. But here's the thing. Here's the What's thing, What's the right? thing? Last week, I was complaining a little bit that it wasn't as smooth as it could be using virtual desktop, That's and it was right. a bit glitchy and a bit stuttery and Piece just not ideal. Shit. Not ideal. Kept freezing every now and again. You said you hated it, and you're going to uninstall it. I didn't. I didn't. But no, what didn't. I have realized is, well, a couple of things. One is I wasn't on the latest version of virtual desktop. Oh, it was your fault. So it's partly my fault for not updating. But you have to do it via side quest, so it's not it doesn't auto update like normal quest applications. You've got to go on to side quest and you gotta update, you gotta check when the last Wait a minute, wait, wait, I'm sorry, out. I'm confused. You're not saying like it's a side quest in the game. No. That's the so name of some software for your stupid helmet. Correct. There's okay. a there's a piece of software which Stop, stop, I got quest. it. Right. It's called side quest. And it allows you to side uh, Right. So it's only blow. If someone's got a quest, they might want to know this. You might not give a shit. You're right. Or I don't. People listening might. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Christ. Go on. So basically, so you a, did a like side a, quest and you updated it. And now it version, runs perfectly updated, smooth. Job done. Yes. Updated the one on my desktop. Okay. Uh, and it's working a lot better. Now. I'm glad to hear it. So, but there's another problem as well. I have a. Um, you know, on these power line things for your oh, internet. Oh, so I have one of those, and I found out that if I reset both of the plugs each time before I play, that seems to make sure there isn't any issues. So it's it's a bit of a thing, but so you know, before takes... you play this game, you have to wiggle the plugs on the side of the helmet. No, you wiggle the plugs in the plug sockets. But anyway, that's a different thing. Okay. Uh, anyway, as far as game goes, I am motoring my way through it, but it's it's pretty hard. Yeah. It's it's a difficult game because you, it's like you aiming in real life it's you know you've got to have some skills at aiming at stuff sure you know you're not just moving an analog stick to do it so i have reduced the difficulty <laughs> i was i was playing on normal and i reduced it to easy 
um, the enemies. There's no shame in that. There's no nothing wrong no. with that. There's no shame in that, Stu. See, Chinny's setting only... this up for a joke, but I actually believe it. The Stu, only thing... There's no shame in that. The only thing that appears to have changed, pussy. <laughs> changed in the game is that the combined soldiers aren't quite as bullet spongy now. Well, all right. So, sort of three. It still takes three headshots to take one down. Three though. headshots. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, so go Have you seen my um, little dongle thing on my desk somewhere? I haven't, no, why? No, it's all right, sorry, I, was, I think I found it. Uh, yeah, carry on. What? I was just asking what? if you'd Welcome seen Welcome to Chinny's Lost and desk. Found in the middle of Stu's game review. God. Go on. Why would, I, why would I see your dongle on I don't desk? know, I'm just asking. We don't want to see your dongle on the stream, Chinny. Go ahead, Stu. Holy moly. So, I, <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, so, and there seems to be a bit more ammo available all right so it's not quite as limited but it's it's going well but freak me you run out of ammo like you have like 80 pistol shots and you think oh that's loads then you sort of fight about four enemies and suddenly you've got like 10 left and you're like shit so yeah in every shooter game ever yeah (laughs) yeah but in this is more precious because you don't know when you're gonna get your next lot of stuff my precious it is. It feels like every shot, like when you miss a headshot, you're like, shit! <laughs> because you know that you're going to be struggling a bit further down the line. Yeah. It's fairly forgiving. The one thing I will give this game, you know, like in the original Half-Life, if you forgot, if you forgot to manually save, you might go back quite a way. Yeah. You know, so you kind of, but this auto saves after every sort of little thing that happens pretty much sorry Stu. just to let you know no fooling oh whoops i hit the wrong button oh spaghettios apparently the stream's dead yeah no i saw that what are you doing uh, Chini? Is, is chinny dead is I he still here oh shit it's just me and you oh well, uh, we'll carry on we're recording so at least that's fine uh, uh, Chini, Ch- yeah chinny has been having issues with his internet so that might be the reason that's your job no, no, he's he's actual internet. No, I know. I'm saying having a bad internet connection is your thing. I know. Well, not tonight. Well, not no, tonight. Let's hope not. I don't want to do this that. myself. Yeah, I haven't got my yeah. phone as well, so. Uh, I don't all right. Know so anyway, sorry. You were saying uh, combine. Not a lot of ammo. You got to be careful. Yeah. So I'm I'm making my way through though. I feel like I'm progressing a lot faster than I was initially. How many hours would you say you've put in? Quite a few. I reckon because each time I play, I probably play an hour, an hour and a half at a time, and the headset battery only lasts for two hours, two and a half hours. Uh-huh. So that's a, that's a limitation. But I, I'm tending to play for about an hour, an hour and a half. So I reckon probably about a good eight hours in. I would have thought. Yeah. I reckon I'm seven or eight hours into the game. So I'm I'm probably over halfway through. I would and think. And the most important thing: Are you having fun? Yes. Okay. It's now that I've got the internet stuff sorted out and yeah. it's streaming as it should do, the immersion is just so much different than, you know, when it constantly like the headset freezing or, you know, stuff's glitching a bit or whatever. When it's when it works as it's intended to work, yeah. you forget, you know what I mean, where you are. And quite often I'll move right across the living room without realizing when I take, lift the headset up for a second to see where the hell I am, I'm like literally a foot from the TV or whatever. Sucks you in. It does. You forget that how much you're moving around in the physical, real world yeah. while you're in VR because you're constantly spinning around. You know, you're physically walking all the time. I forget to use the controllers to turn. I turn physically all the time. You spin me right round. Yeah, 
Alex so, right round, like a record Alex right round, round, round. So it is it is it is probably the definitive VR game at the moment, I would have said. Yeah. You know, as far as as immersion, storytelling, voice acting, you know, pretty much everything is on point. Even graphically. I mean, you've seen what it looks like. It looks like any modern AAA game. I mean, this does like when you think of the sort of stuff we were seeing in VR only say two, three years ago. Yeah. It was really basic looking. The graphics weren't that great. Valve has you know, always known how to make games. Oh, yeah. They I just mean, don't often guys, choose to do it. Yeah, these guys. And it's fairly well optimized. I mean, for most systems, it doesn't need the biggest graphics card to run. Yeah. You know, you can run this on an old... I think I think it runs on anything as low as a 970. Mm-hmm. Or a nine, yeah, I think 970, 980, you know, old generation NVIDIA cards will run this. Okay. Which is quite amazing when you see what the hell it looks like. Yeah. So, again, you know, Valve, as we know, optimized games within an inch of the... I mean, you can run Half-Life 2 on a laptop, yeah. pretty much. You know, I think... Well, I mean, run you can run anything on a laptop computer. if it's a good laptop. Yeah, but, I mean, Half-Life no, 2 I know what you mean. I know what anything. you mean. I know what you mean. So, it's pretty impressive. Yes. Um, Chini still hasn't arrived back, just if anyone's wondering where he's gone. We're not entirely sure. Have you got your phone on you, Duke? Is he WhatsApp or anything? I do. He has anything? not. He has not contacted me. Uh, see. Oh, mind you, if he's no internet, he won't be able to do that either, will he? Well, he could have cell connection, but not Wi-Fi. Yeah, but he's not. He can't text you in the states, or he could, I suppose, but he mm. probably won't. So anyway, that all being said, I guess we're back over to you. If you want to start talking about anything in general i'll go and get my phone and just see if he's text me yes i will talk so about something in general it, you fill in for a minute I'll or two while i go minute. and get my phone hey listeners duke here um i just want to say a word about cross stitching because i do a lot of it and it's a lot of fun and it's soothing and it helps me to focus on something but i can multitask so if, for instance we're doing the podcast i can still get productive on this thing i'm making and then also talk about video games now what thing am i making you ask well i'm not going to say because there's a very small chance that it could leak and i could spoil something so i don't want to do that instead i'm just going to keep uh working on this thing that i'm working on but the thing i like most about cross stitching is that it's relatively cheap and all it takes is time really once you figure out how to make your own designs you're only limited by your imagination so that's why cross-stitching is fun for everybody. Wow, there you go. Informative chat from Duke on cross-stitch. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I've got my phone. No, nothing. I have nothing. nothing on my phone. I hope so he's okay. So we'll just carry on and, you know, maybe he'll turn up at some oh, point. Oh, something. Oh, oh, oh. got something. Uh-oh, yeah. internet died back in a bit. Is that, oh, have you got something? Nothing. Yeah, he just sent it to both of us. I don't know why I got it uh... first. I'm a wall away across the ocean. Is that on WhatsApp? Yes. All right, okay. Right. Oh, well, we, we will carry on, and hopefully we'll at some point on. he'll rejoin. So yeah. I guess it's over to you, Duke. I what guess it's over to? to me. And it's time for me to talk about... Rocket League! Now, I said I'd only talk about Rocket League if there's something new. Well, guess what? There's something new. Go on, what's happened? Yeah. It's the, there's a new game mode they just launched. It's called Heat Seeker. 
I had to write where I wrote it you down. You had to look it up. You I did have to look this. it up. I know. I played it once and then stopped because I said after playing it once. I just want to say, f*** this game. I'm done. I didn't even play a whole game of it. I played like a minute and a half. And I was like, this is the stupidest so what, bullshit what, ever. What happens? What happens? So here's the thing. It's still 3v3. You're still on your standard, you know, football stadium setup. The difference is... The ball aims itself toward the goal. What? Right. And when you hit the ball, it speeds up. So it starts off with a pretty slow, you know, aiming toward one goal or the other. I guess you have a kickoff. I don't even remember. But whoever touches it first, it goes towards the enemy's goal or something. And then your only job is to block it. That's all you do is just block. So I'm used to running around and trying to hit the ball where it is or where it's going, but it's moving all over itself by itself. I'm like, what the fuck, ball? Stay in one place. Come on. So, uh, yeah, I, I was like, what am I supposed to do? Just sit in the goal? And they're like, pretty much. Because the people I was with are playing it for the first time, too. And I was like, this is it? And they're like, yeah, it's hard to hit it. I'm like, I'm sure it is hard to hit it. Because by the end, you know, after like four hits, it's like, jump, 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 jump. And it's like, I'm not wow. trying to hit something going that fast. It doesn't sound like... I mean, is it? does this take a, a greater skill to play? Is that the? Is this like I guess. Goal? I don't know what the appeal is supposed to be. Because it's yeah, just Yeah, well, like, I mean, what's the point of it? What is, what is meant to make you want to play this? I, could, I wish I could tell you. It's something different. It's something weird. It's, uh, it's all about blocking. Maybe it would be fun if you had a room full of people you know, but... When I played it, I was like, this is boring as shit. Yeah, it just sounds weird. Yeah, it was really weird. But then I guess you have to keep on trying to find... No, they really don't. They really don't. All they got to do is just... That's what these people do. That's what they do. No, they they just got to put out cool stuff for each season. And they should spend their time fighting against the white supremacy on Rocket League. That's what they ought to work on. I'm tired of being called the N-word every day. Wow. Yeah. That's not good. No, it's really not. And it's not as though they couldn't do anything more about it. Anyway, moving on. The other thing I want to talk about real quick is Call of Duty. Oh, God, he's back. Uh, I guess he's back. Ah! Here's a song about shooting up a school. Robert's got a quick scam. Wow. What happened? What? What happened? My internet dies. Yeah, I heard that. Jesus Christ. Ever since this... You know what I think? You know what I think? Carol Baskin. I think it was that that goddamn Carol Baskin, right? There you go. Because every time this corona gets mentioned, okay, the goddamn Carol Baskin. Hey, speaking of which, Chinny, did you watch the new episode? Yeah, I was not blown away. It wasn't that great. It was just sort of one guy talking to people over Skype. I don't like... You don't like John McHale? He's awesome. No. Yeah, he's funny. You're wrong. Anyway, uh, as with regards to Call of Duty, here's the thing. They need to stop. Juice talking Call of Duty. Yeah. They need to stop uh, being so stingy with the cool cosmetic details. Because they keep shoveling all this free stuff to those of us who haven't ever bought stuff. And it's like calling cards and sprays. First of all, sprays. Nobody uses sprays. Just stop. I'm always using sprays in Warzone. No, you're not. Oh, my God. Are you really? You're spraying the gulag, right? What? Why? Listen. I'm listening. You spray, you spray, you spray them in the gulag, <laughs> all right, and then you can. They've got like green spray on them, and they're like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" And then you can see them better in the gulag. 
Okay, well, I don't know what the okay. gulag is, so I'll just take yeah, your word for that. Yeah, what the hell is a gulag? The gulag's the, the, the jail. Okay. Ah, uh, the gulag. You know, the, 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 when you get killed, you're in the gulag in Warzone. Oh, yeah, in the I gulag. I've never played Warzone. I don't know how that shit works. Oh, my God. What the oh, fuck is a gulag? <laughs> no, I remember him talking about this. I just wasn't listening. Anyway, here's the thing. <laughs> they have some cool cosmetic stuff in Call of Duty. They've got, like, different operators, so you could be different people. And then they've got, like... Um, bullets that pop, pop like pink smoke or green smoke or purple smoke. That shit's crazy expensive. Meanwhile, they're giving you all these calling cards and emblems and sprays and gestures. I'm like, I don't want this stupid crap. Make the cool stuff a little more accessible. I might actually use some of these stupid credit coins for that. No, you got to pay 2000 to get a whole bunch of garbage, new guns, and then you also get the little purple bullet sprays ridiculous you got your priorities all twisted call of duty get it together all right i'm done whose turn is it next uh i don't know we're rolling the die dice. hey it's a six you're that's the... me that's you again oh shit again haha <laughs> all right i want to talk about battlefield five. Oh, all because... right, okay you can yeah. completely call me on the words then i know right call, like, uh, origin had a sale this week and I was looking around because I'm like, eh, I don't think I'm going to want anything. And then I saw Battlefield Five, and it was $15. I'm like, well, shit. What's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to be out $15. So I got it. And I installed it. And I played it. And you know what? It's funny because I'm a huge Battlefield fan, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've been playing Battlefield for a long time. I fell in love with modern combat. Okay. Long ago on the console, uh, Bad Company, Bad Company 2, Battlefield mm-hmm. Vietnam, Battlefield, okay. uh, you know, the reboots, Battlefield 3, well, Battlefield honest. 4, well, Battlefield 1, say. Battlefield Hardline. I even like the multiplayer on that. Okay. Let's just say, though, you've never been too big a fan of the squad system, have you? I just want to say, fuck this game. I'm done. I <gasps> refunded it. <gasps> what the what? <laughs> First of all, the grandiosity of the opening narration is appalling. Y'all are making a fun video game about World War II. And the whole opening narration... The the death is the only thing we could taste. And the fear of the Grim Reaper pervaded every town. Shut up. You're not making anybody recognize the horrors of war. You're exploiting the horrors of war. Let's just be honest about it, shall we? Can we skip over this whole like, oh, we're paying tribute to the people who fell in World War II? No, you're not. You're making a dollar off of them. Shut up. And then, wow. uh, it, it, you, to finish the tutorial, what do you have to do? Die? Every, you know, you're, you're at one point you're a sniper and you're sniping enemies and then you get blown up by a plane and then you're in a tank and you're shooting at enemies and then you get blown up by a landmine and then you're on foot and you're right and then you get run over by a tank and it's all just die, die. Oh, that's a fun way to introduce this game. Woo, I'm having a great time dying over and over again. It's very accurate of the multiplayer though. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. In order to uh, figure, you know how you spawn in battlefield there's the squads which are stupid and they're still stupid um they want you to spawn in a squad because Mm -hmm. in order to look at the whole battlefield to choose where you want to spawn like near a flag that's getting taken maybe you have to hit escape in order to get to the full screen view 
So it's like there's this extra step because they're trying to force you to do more with your squats. <laughs> Not happening, idiots. And then here's the, this was the kicker. This was the one that made me say, I'm done. Because I've never been great at getting a lot of kills in Battlefield, right? I'm not really good at shooting people in these video games. But what makes Battlefield different is that the maps are big and you can run around and take, you know, um, flags, right? When you're on foot, the other service you can do to the team is to identify where the enemy is. So you look at a tank going on the horizon and you can spot it and be like, hey, everybody, there's a tank. Whoever's got some, you know, hell, uh, if there's an airplane, shoot at it. If you've got an anti-tank launcher, go get it, right? This game okay. doesn't have spotting in it. They got rid of the spotting. Oh, really? That's like a battlefield this road. game. I'm done. Yeah, so I'm done. Uh, just forget it. Absolutely not. I'm not playing oh, yeah, there. There's, the there's like no, there's no reason for me to play it now because I'm, I don't like oh. driving around in tanks. I'm not flying in the planes. I don't get in the copter. I just like running around on foot, taking flags and pointing out where the enemy is. Well, I can't do that now. And I kept there getting, there I, they are. I kept getting shot. To shout. Point your rifle at stuff. Yeah, I kept oh, getting shot from people. Fields. I kept getting shot by people. I couldn't tell where they were, and like I had no way of like identifying mm. them or whatever for other people so it's like that was a really dumb move battlefield that sounds like bullshit yes it is so i i've never refunded a game on origin i didn't even know if you could but after playing it for half an hour i'm like okay i need to get my money back and so i did a google wow. search can you refund games on origin and it was like yeah we want you to be satisfied we have a cool game guarantee well how about you give me my cool 15 dollars back because <laughs> this game's not cool and shit. Shame, really, because, I mean, Duke, you're a big, big Battlefield It is a shame. And, and, and I feel like, you know, again, it's World War II. They're taking it back to their roots and blah, blah, blah. You know what? I fell in love with Battlefield II Modern Combat. So, you know, it's never been about World War II for me. And I'm hoping that maybe if they do another sort of present-day Battlefield, which it's time for them to do, they Hardline doesn't count, um that they'll put the spotting back in. But that's the thing. When it comes out, I'm going to have to find out if the spotting is in there or not. Because, you know, I had to dig around to figure out, like, how do you spot? You know, I did a Google search for Battlefield Five. How do you spot the enemies? And they're like, you can spot the enemies with your binoculars. And I'm like, no, they're just using it colloquially. I mean, like, in the game spot. Where's the control? Yeah, for yeah. how can you, like, point enemies out sort right. of thing? How can you tag them for your teammates? Yeah. So anyway, whatever. Wow. That's that's a shame because it looks great. It sounded good. The controls were fine. It's just there was something missing. There you go. There you that's go. it. Battlefield that's it. is out. Battlefield. I went back to Battlefield Four. I'm like, you know what? This game is still great. I love it. There you go. So I played a lot of Battlefield Four. All the other battlefields allowed you to spot the enemies but this one doesn't this one getting refund yeah that's right good. yeah that's, like good. that's, that's good. exactly correct all the other battlefields that let you spot but this one does not spot all the other battlefields let you spot but this one does not it's get not so hot. Find all the other battlefields. Yeah. Let you. All right. Uh, roll on the die. See whose turn it is. Hey, it's six. That's, that's me again. But it's not. I'm not going. I'm gonna roll again. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, three. That's Chinny. 
All right. I'm going to play a theme for you. And let me see <laughs> if you can guess what okay. I've been playing. All right, Mario, Stuart, Mario? I expect you to get this one. But Super. let me play it a little bit before, before you chip go. in. All right? Go, go, go. <laughs> uh, that would be the stupid <laughs> Is it? I can't do this bit, so. That's quite good, I like that. Hold on, listen, listen. <laughs> Sounds like your guitar's about to break. Alright, and then. I played nothing else but snooker. Wow. Damn, that's a snooker fiend right there. Damn. All right, Snoo Stu, you're up. Okay, I have been playing a lot more Animal Crossing. been playing Crossing. snooker? No, I've been playing <laughs> Animal Crossing, though. Animal oh, Crossing. I am, I am in knee-deep in Animal Crossing. Yeah. And... Yeah, balls deep. Balls deep. I did El some elbows I did some deep. I did something stupid. Uh oh, what'd you do? I've got a confession. Did you travel hey. back in time and kill Hitler? No. Here, no, wait, I, I got the confession sound clip somewhere. Hang on. Uh yeah, there it is. You kid, why don't you spill your guts? Tell us everything. Thing 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 thing. Everything. Okay, I'll talk. Okay, here's the thing, right? Uh, Kev, off the Twitters, yeah. who's in the chat, incidentally. FNK. FNK uh -huh. said to me, yo, Stu. Right? And he don't, I'd already seen a picture and he had Dex. Okay, he had Dex. All right. Okay. Animal Here we go. Here oh, we go. They look So cool. he had some DJ Dex on his picture. DJ Dex on his picture. So I'm and like, you're well, a bit of a DJ I'm, now. I'm wanting some of those, right? And he's like, oh, you can uh, have them. I'm uh. like, no, no, no. I would never take your Dex off you. That's very kind. But, you know, eventually I'll probably get some when I shoot a balloon or whatever. Right? Then. I about... saw that because you use the Veteran Gamers Twitter as your own and I'm connected <laughs> to it. Get your shit, own yeah. pocket Twitter, Stu. Yes, oh, amen, Stu. So anyway, he, look, it's game-related. No, fine. he's right, though. So, it's, it's not an excuse to use our Twitter for your account. Yeah. Oh, shit. Anyway, so <laughs> he says, he says about three days later, yo, Stu, you'll never guess what. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I've got another set. Oh, snap. So obviously he'd either oh, shot another balloon or probably oh, about oh, three. Oh, snap. This story's so like, <laughs> getting crazy. Right, so he's like, look, you can have them if you want. I'll give them you. So I was like, right. So he's like, don't worry. I can just post you a gift Ooh. in Animal Crossing. Then you can yeah. just pick it up from the post office, right? So I'm like, oh, that's fine. That sounds good. I can that's do that illegal. shit. I know. So so I'm about to go off to the post office to pick up my new decks that uh, Kevin's fine, you know, very kindly do sent me through the do. post. So I'm good. And then I get another message saying, nope, can't do that. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't do that? And he's like, we've got to be besties. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so we've got to be BFFs. In Animal Crossing to get these here decks. Right? How so does one become like BFFs in that I know, room. yeah, yeah, I've got a BFF, so. Sounds like, like FNK scamming you, man. So, so I went, right, okay then. So I BFF'd him, right? So that'll Sign up to this form, man. Just sign this form. <laughs> yeah, and then exactly. he said, then he wrong? said, uh, I'm guessing you've got online because we can't do it unless you've got like a Nintendo Online account. Dicked. Okay. So I was just like, you're fucking kidding me, right? 
So I was like, right, yeah, yeah, of course I've got one. Yeah, it's all fine. So I went and bought a year's Nintendo Oh my God, online. Stu! I thought I was bad. <laughs> You're never allowed to give anybody a griefing uh, for doing aesthetic you, stuff know, ever right? again. Well, but, you know, look, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is hold for on. some make-believe turntables. No. He bought a year's worth of Nintendo no. online. We, I could have bought one for three ninety nine, but I bought, that's not good value for money. Oh <laughs> we God. stop? Right, hold on. I want to emphasize how much of a tight ass Stu is, right? Yeah. Years and years of EGX is like, I've got a half price voucher for this. He's always <laughs> scrutinizing games for microtransactions. Yeah, because he DLC, needs to save his money for when it's really important, like this. Yeah, like, oh, who wants like to pay six quid for this? And to, and he essentially, I mean, if you break it down, and I know you can get added value, but let's face it, he's going to use it. But if you break it down here, Stu basically paid 20 quid to get some DJ decks in, in a video now, game. Now, I didn't because, because well, I am did. a twin, as you well know. So I went to uh, Duke's favorite site, which is CD Keys Online. <laughs> oh, you got some stolen keys. <laughs> so, I got, so I got one for £15. So I did save a oh, little so bit. So you paid £15 to get some make-believe yeah. turntables. Yeah, yes, I wow. did. Wow. I'm, I'm oh, never going to feel bad really about anything I buy ever again. You know what this sound is? You know what this sound is? It's me getting you off the high horse that you've been on for all these years. You know when you say it like that? Suck it, nurses trying to get masks. They dicked you. See, this is the thing here, Shu. You think you've won here, but this when Nintendo made this game, this is exactly what they intended for you to do. I'm sure, I'm sure. So anyway, right, so I thought, yeah, this is fine. So I went to the airport. So once I've got me online sorted out and everything, obviously Kev's online. He's like, Stu, Stu, come and get your shit. Come and get it, right? So I was like, great. Uh, so I went to the airport, and you, you have to speak to the dodo. So a dodo is the airport flight person. Is it a dodo? I don't know. It's a flightless bird anyway. Right. So it doesn't fly. There's a, there's a joke, you see. Because yeah, we got it, time. Frank. Keep. I thought there's more to the story here, right? So anyway, so you go to the bird and like, want to go fly? And he's like, okay. Do you want to do you want to fly locally or do you want to go further afield? So I'm like further afield. He's like online take, multiplayer. So I'm like, yes. Far. Then he got then he pretends to hit his computer while he's connecting to the internet. I'm gonna connect to the internet. So he's whacking. I feel on like his you're computer. skipping over a lot of things, Stu. You really ought to slow down and go into more sure. detail about how you got these <laughs> virtual turntables. Three times it just disconnected some weird error code. So I'm like, so I paid all this money. It doesn't even fucking work, right? So oh, like, gee, I paid all this it? money to a dodgy underground oh, site where Russian trolls are making up keys and it didn't even work. I know, right? So I like, did that. Dude. No, no, no. I was online at this point. That, that was all good. The actual Nintendo thing was working. It was the Animal Crossing thing. Oh, I got you. So it was pretending to have internet problems. That's a fun yeah. video game because I don't have actual so problems right. in the real world. Sure. I want a video game where they pretend like you can't connect to the no, internet. No, it really had video. It had internet issues. It had issues connecting to the online multiplayer within Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. For real. I got you. I got you. Okay. Welcome okay. to the Nintendo Online. Yeah, yeah. So that. Oh, by the way, I had to get his seven, eight-digit, nine-digit friend code. Off All right. Into... Yeah. Welcome to that. <laughs> that. That was a that was a fun argument like ten years yeah. ago. So, Carry on. So did it. So I did it right. Got the. I finally eventually got to his island, which was kind of cool the way it does it. You fly over, you can see his island from from below and stuff. So like, oh, that's kind of cool, like looking out the aeroplane window. Uh, anyway, Meanwhile, if we make a Minecraft realm and we all make amazing statues and houses, Stu doesn't want to see that. 
are you quite finished? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so anyway, so I went, oh, I'm not liking this player. You've got to fill the hole as soon as you dig one. Uh, so, I, so anyway, so I said to him, right, how's it going, Kevin? He's like, oh, yeah. And then he's got the worst chat thing ever. Typing on this thing is stupid. So he mistyping all of the time. And when you're typing, if the other person says something, it covers up what they're typing. So oh, you don't actually see welcome what they've Welcome to written. the Nintendo Online experience. Oh, man. So, so anyway. It's so almost dropped, as though you shouldn't have given them any money. So he drops the decks on the floor. Then I realized I hadn't emptied my pockets before I went to his island. Oh, no. So they're going to despawn. a ton of stuff. Oh, they oh, all vanished. Like, oh, God. He's like, so I picked him up. He's like, you have no space in your pockets. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, so I, so I swapped it for some stones. So something that didn't matter. So that was all right. Um, so anyway, picked up the decks. And then he went, look, here's a record box as well. So I've got a record box, which is cool. So he gave me that. And then, and then, right, Kev, this is the generosity of this guy, gave me 100,000 bells. So I was like, what the what? So what a generous a person. He was brilliant. So I, paid off I thought what was going to happen there was he, you, you flew to his island, you bought the fucking Nintendo thing, and then he went, psych, I don't have any next <laughs> no, yeah, no, he very kindly gave them to me and everything. So it's a good job since I bought online and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm getting there. I've I've got to right this morning. I was like looking for the turnip seller. Someone's like, "Where's the Where's the turnip seller?" Because you have to meaning someone who sells turnips or an yeah, yeah. underground area that has turnips in it. No, no. So every Sunday morning between five hey, a.m. and want to buy some turnips? Yeah. It, a, a, a woman turns up on your island who sells turnips. So S E L L E R. Okay. Yeah, and every week the the price changes. So whatever the selling price is changes. Right. And then throughout the week, the price that Timmy in Nook's Cranny will pay changes also. So you've got to try and sell at the highest price during the week. And if you don't sell your turnips by the following Sunday, they rot. So you can't sell them at all. Ah. Now, what Nintendo have done very cleverly here, because obviously the price changes every Sunday, they've worked out that people are going to try and game the system by turning back the clock and date on their console so that they can get Some a people have price. no fucking life. I'm going to turn back the system settings yeah. clock so I can yeah. get a better price on my virtual turnips. Listen Correct. to yourself say it, people. Yeah, and then guess what happens though when you go back to normal time and date? No, I refuse to guess about this. Your, all your turnips rot, so you can't actually sell them. So, so Nintendo have figured out that people would try this, and they've already put fail-safes in to stop it happening. So what do you now, do for a living? Oh, I work for Nintendo. Oh, wow, that's amazing. What do you do? Um, I find out ways to punish people who are trying to get to game the system for selling yeah. artificial turnips. Well, right, right. You, you get away from understand. my house. You do not understand how seriously people take this stuff. So much You're so. You're right, I don't. not welcome here anymore. So much so that there's five or six websites that actually will track turnip prices oh on God. your behalf. Make it stop. And predict when the highest price will be during the week on your island. But I can't figure out how the international economy it. works. I can't really understand so the, the World so the Trade Organization of the IMF. change twice a day. So they change twice a day on your Unbelievable. island. So they, I want to play the stock market. Have you, have you played the animal stock market? Have you played the straw market? Which it's is crazy out there. Crazy. So, yeah, people take this very, very seriously in Animal Crossing because it's the best way to make loads of And cash. I pity them. Uh, I've also planted three money trees. So I've got three money trees yeah, growing. I remember you mentioned that. I planted one cool. of those in real life. Very yeah. disappointing. 
Yeah, yeah. No, this one's working. I get thirty thousand bells a day off each money tree. So I got, I, I got a, a hedgehog. Did you? That's good. Cool. Money tree, yeah. So if there's money trees, literal money trees, why do you need to be messing with your clock to get turnips? Well, you, they take. Well, the money tree takes four days to grow. Right. And you have to plant ten thousand bells to do it. But you have to find a shiny spot, and they don't always appear. Why every don't day. you plant a money tree, move the clock, cash in? Yeah, that that probably doesn't work either. I would have assumed they've already thought of that as well. What if you cross pollinate you... a money tree and a turnip tree, and then you have Ooh, turnips coming out of your ass, and then you can you're... sell your ass? Can you can you buy a gun and kill everybody else and nick their money in this game? <laughs> no. All right, turnip lady, give me all your fucking turnips. <laughs> can you murder anybody in this game? No, but they did work Can you out strangle anybody Timmy so that they're unconscious cages, but not so dead? Somebody would put what into cages? Timmy, Timmy and Tommy, which are his nephews, he put them in cages. <laughs> so right. somebody put a to put them in cages. Okay, you've officially run out of time because the YouTube <laughs> uh, video has stopped. Alright, and Shinny doesn't have anything to talk about, so it's my turn again. It is good, though. It is good. Great. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Epic had. There was a meme on Reddit. Somebody used a picture from the US office. Where Michael Scott was like in his first year of selling paper or whatever, and he's shaking hands with the boss, and the boss is all nice and friendly, and it says, Epic Game Store, offering me games in the hope of making me a return customer. And then it says, <laughs> Michael Scott, it says, me redeeming my 37th free game with no plan to ever buy anything. Yep. And I like that very much. And then it made me think, hmm, I wonder what's free on the Epic Game Store right now. So I went and I got two games. One was Just Cause 4. Now, you may recall a few months ago, I bought Just Cause 3 because there was a free weekend for Just Cause 4. And I was like, this is great. And everyone goes, no, no, no. Just Cause 3 is so much better. And I, I bought Just Cause 3 and I'm like, this is kind of jank. I kind of wish I had bought Just Cause 4. So now I get Just Cause 4 for free. Ka-ching! But that's not what I'm going to talk about. I offered to close the door, Duchess, and you said no. You are not taking... Oh, I thought you were taking my chocolates. No, I'm being helpful. I'm taking your dirty, dirty dishes. Thank you for taking Ooh. my dishes, Duchess. Are you going to beatbox? I didn't think that was happening. Nope, she's walking away. Wow. No See ya. I'm, di I'm disappointed. Oh, uh, he's disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. There it goes. Come on. Uh, do the beatbox. Yeah. Uh, come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. Wow, that was like a remix. God. Anyway, when I met your wife in real life, Eric, it yes. made me realize how much smarter and, and, and just more sophisticated she is. She's much me. more sophisticated. She's, she's your wife is so smart that it scares me. It's she like has a PhD in biochemistry, yeah. And, yeah, and but you do realize, Ginny, that smart people are sometimes on the verge of madness. Well, yeah, that's fine. But like, but then I hear that, and then out on the well, <laughs> maybe I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh oh, spaghettios. Anyway. The meme's on the screen, dude. There, that's a different meme than the one I saw, but whatever. It's the same thing. It's the same basic thing, yes. Okay, here's the thing. They had another game for free that I actually thought would be kind of cool. So I got it. Because, you know, what, 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 what's, gonna, what's the worst thing that could happen? You spend what you a little do? time what you do? Money. Yeah, what you forget do? about it's it. It's free. Right. It's hey. called Wheels of Aurelia. Oh. And Sounds this intriguing. is a... Right. This is a driving game set in oh. Italy in the 1970s that's okay. not really about driving. 
Okay. Uh, if, if, if the Stanley Terrible and Gone Home are walking simulators, then this is a driving simulator in oh, the sense no. of not really a driving it, simulator. It looks a bit like that thing we played at Res last year, Chini. You know, where you had to keep repairing the car and stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> it looks like that. Well, this you don't looks... have to repair the cars in this game. But you have conversations while you're driving from city to oh. city. Ginny's <laughs> already in. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, it's not great. It's interesting. No. It's interesting because the, uh, the, the, the core conceit is that they're trying to give us some slices of life in Italy in the 1970s. So it's kind of after, in between the second and third waves of feminism. The, the communist-fascist debate is going on. That One of the characters is the daughter of communists. There's discussions of, you know, abortion and, um, you know, life after war and all sorts of things. Oh, man. But, but wow. it's so weird. So at one point, you're just like, hey, let's play a word association game. And it's like, okay, you go first artichokes and then the options are like my heart hurts or like let's go shoot something and it's what? like what the fuck so anyway you're like all right i know a place that serves great artichoke salad and you're like yeah let's go get lunch and then this guy shows up and he's like hey hot stuff let me grab you and she's like hands to yourself creep he's like you must be one of those communists she's like yeah you fascist so it's got this library where it's like trying to teach you about like the red commune that was active at this time. And like, here's this feminist leader in Italy at the time. So it's trying to do that like social history thing, but it doesn't do a very good job of it because the story is so disjointed and it's such a weird story because they, they you, you'll be talking about like, we gotta, so, okay, sorry. I'm having trouble keeping my thoughts organized here. So, so the dude is, like, grabbing you, apparently. You know, you don't see any of this. You just see heads, right? But they're saying, like, hey, come here. And she's like, hands to yourself, creep. So he's like, why don't we race to name of city? And I'm like, all right, whatever. And winner gets the other one's car. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm driving. And, and of course, on the way, it's not really a race. I mean, it sort of is, but you can very easily overtake him. So I'm winning this race. I'm like, sweet. And meanwhile, the passenger is like, uh, you should quit smoking and all this. I'm like, what? So, and then there's like this traffic sign that says this way to Turin and this way to Gambargio. And I was like, ah, crap. I don't remember which city I'm supposed to be racing to. So I go toward Turin and apparently that was the wrong one. So I, I'm, I get to Turin and the passenger is like, yeah, who cares about a race anyway? And I'm like, ah, damn it. I guess I lost the race. And then she goes, oh, look, it's that guy. Because he would just come to Torin, right, after winning the race. And he'd be like, she never showed up. I guess she went to Torin. So she's like, oh, I, I, a deal's a deal. Here's my car. So she hands over your car. And then it's like, what are we going to do now? And then this hippie lady shows up and she goes, hey, you guys need some wheels? And she's like, uh, I guess. She's like, just take my van, man. She just gives you a van. It's like, what are you talking about? This makes no sense. This sounds great. It does, so I bizarre. mean, I'm looking at it. It looks like micro machines. You know where your controls and stuff. It looks like GTA Chinatown Wars. And then, 
at one point she goes more interested in like killing people and stuff her friend goes hey we should go to paris so i can get an abortion and she's like all right and then she's like are you ever gonna see george again he's like i don't know uh probably not she's like may i remind you he had you held hostage for two years she's like you don't need to remind me I'm like what is, is that supposed to be subtly revealing some backstory <laughs> oh you don't need to remind me of that <laughs> and it's so weird it's like do you speak french yeah is Leela your real name? Like, what the fuck? That's not how anybody talks in any language. I think uh, Tommy Wiseau wrote the goddamn dialogue for this game. It's so... Yeah. Bu- and then, when you fit... Like, there's like 30 endings, right? So all these different branches. If you win the race, you go this way. You do this... The, you know, the idea is that there's all these different endings and you're supposed to play it over and over and over again. I got through two endings and I was like, fuck this. At so one how, point... how long did it take you to get to an ending, do you reckon? Eh, about 20 minutes. All right, okay, so it's not like a huge time investment. It's not, but That's here's the thing. It's I 20 know. minutes more than you should spend, right. I'm so glad I didn't pay any money for this. You Okay, so I lost the race, and then the friend goes, hey, you know what, we lost the race, let's get some artichokes. Like, it made a callback, very clever. It says, the end, and then there's this epilogue that goes, after going to college for sociology, Olga opened a bakery and cooked artichoke croissants that won major awards. And you're just like, what the? Okay, what the fuck are you talking about? It's so random. It's trying to give this epic scope of these people's lives, but it's just a bunch of weird stuff. It's like a choose your own adventure book that has no connection between the different pages. It's the weirdest so, game I've played in a very long time. Should I download it? <laughs> yeah, yeah we're getting this. You know what? It's kind of funny in that it's so weird and it's kind of bad in that it's fun to be bad. But I really don't recommend you waste your I time. I struggle to see any comedy that to con- to come out of this. To be honest, I I, I don't know. There's something yeah, about it. Where... I I was kind of hoping to have a little uh, fun with it, but I kind of did. I mean, I'm having more fun talking about it than I did playing it. So that tells you something. Very cool. good. Yeah. So Epic Game Store is where it's at. Yeah, it is. But I got you know Just what, Cause though, Four for free. Some good games away as well. Yeah, Just Cause Four. Yeah. So it's not all weird games like this, but I like the fact they chuck in the small weird games every now and again. Yeah, they're trying to show some light on some unknown developers. Yeah, mix it up a bit. Yeah. Go ahead, Stu. Back to you. Okay. Uh, Yes, the Room VR of Dark Matter. Yeah. Uh, I've nearly finished this. I'm in the last little bit of the game. I played probably about two hours of it this morning. All right. Uh, It's good. It's very good. Speaking of people who know how to make a game... It's definitely longer than the two hours or two and a half hours that people are saying because, you know, I'm I'm slowly solving puzzles. I'm not, you know, running through them at a rate enough. But you would have to literally be flying through these puzzles without any issues at all to do it in two hours. You right. just suck. I just suck at this game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really really well made and the puzzles are really clever. You know, I'm. I've, I've, they've got the universal hint system, you know, that they have in all the other games. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I've only used it probably about three or four times, so I've been pretty good. The, the puzzles are taxing enough that you have to think about them, but they're not so taxing that you really have to use the hint system. I think the room games are the best example of an elegant puzzle setup. Yeah. Like, they're not easy. They're not brain-busting. They're, they're, you, they're the sorts of things you would be able to figure out and most of the time if you need a hint it's because you didn't realize you could turn 
the side. Yes. You know, there's some little switch on the side of a drawer or something. And it's not like, there's no way anybody could ever have guessed that. It's just you happen to not see that when you came in the room or whatever. Yeah, my that that was one of the ones I got stuck on today. It was like, I was like, I just don't know what to do here. I can't yeah. figure this out. And it went, have you looked at the plaques on the walls? Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, the plaques. So I went around and read all these, these plaques I hadn't really taken much notice of. And I was like, ah, now I know what to do. So ah. even though it didn't tell me what to do, once right. I'd read the plaques, I knew what to do. Oh, sure. Are, they, you, an, they, again, are you an idiot? It's a hint. Yeah, that, that's probably what he said. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, have you tried taking again, your thumb out of your ass? Yeah, why not? Uh, graphically, again, it looks incredible. Considering this is running natively on the Quest, this is a really good-looking game. Yeah. It's it's as smooth as you like. It never stutters. It never falters. It's sharp as a pin. The controls work really, really well. You never find yourself not getting hold of what you're expecting to get hold of. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes, it, especially in VR, if it doesn't track quite properly or the you know the sort of gripping thing doesn't quite work on the things you, you're actually trying to grip this is pretty much perfect every time it's yep. it's just a really really well crafted looks amazing puzzles are really elegant it's I, you know let me I'd ask you this a... too let me ask you this uh in one of the room games there was something to do with some energy source you're trying to get to the dimension whatever who cares the last game i played i think it was three you're on a train and it's like trying to take you to some castle or whatever. Is there a core element of the story here? Or is it just like you're in a room, there's a box, deal with it? No, you, you're playing as a police officer okay. looking for a missing person. Mm. So somebody's gone missing and you're trying to figure out what's happened to them. Gotcha. And it all sort of starts with like a letter. Okay. So you, you get a letter saying that this person's gone missing or whatever. And then I can't remember what he's what he's called now, but there's like a master person, isn't there? That's always controlling everything. Yeah. And then he's sending you letters to tell you what you need to do to sort this stuff out. I think, I think, his, name, I think his name I'll is. Play, I played this game. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Yeah. The the I third twist some knobs and then good. I was done. <laughs> but it's a very similar premise to the other the other games. You know, there's some right. weird dark shit going yeah. on, and some entity wants you to get something. Yeah, sure. Or something. Right. I don't really know. The story doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, and it's, it's not just really some that dark... It's just I'm just curious. Yeah, it's just some dark, weird stuff. So, yep. but the the, the local, you know, the localities that you go to are really well made. Like you start off in the police station, then you go to like a a museum, and you're in the Egyptian section, and all the puzzles are revolve around like a like a tomb okay. and all that sort of stuff. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, then you go. Trying to think which was the next level because you go, you end up in like a witch's house in the in the last level. Oh, never mind. But yeah, the all the 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 sort of really well detailed, everything looks really cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's really really good, like really good. Uh, really yeah. good. Yeah. Can't recommend it enough. If you've got a quest, this is a definite buy. Cool. There you go. All right. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, I have one more game to talk about. I'm just, like playing all the games this week. What the hell? I know. Yeah. Good job seeing this Ginny didn't bother playing out, but snooker. It's okay. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a fucking e athlete. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they call themselves athletes. Athletes. You're an no, athlete. That's the stupidest word ever. Anyway, uh, a long time ago, I found this game called For the King, and I put it on my wish list. And this weekend or this week or whatever, they had a sale. And it was on sale for like half price or something. So I looked at the reviews and I'm like, I don't know. Because a lot of the reviews are like, 
a lot of them are real positive, but a lot of them said, like, it's not a fair game. Like, it's really punishing, and it's... And it's billed as a roguelike, tabletop, role-playing adventure. And I'm like, I don't really know what that means. But you know what? I said, you know what? Today is a day for pulling triggers. Let's try it out. So I got it, and I've been playing it, and I freaking love it. So... First of all, it's uh, the story is very simple and kind of stupid. This woman, her she's the queen. Her husband, the king, was killed by some magic dark forces dude. Whatever. You got to go avenge the king. Okay, fine. Um, you have three people in your party. You, they, you start off as like, I think you have your three basic classes. Uh, fighter, ranger, wizard, right? And you... It's, it's a hex grid. It's turn-based combat. But it, I know, but here's the thing. It's so rewarding because the art style is awesome. And when you defeat some monsters, like it feels really good. It's very satisfying. Now, the one thing I wish they would fix with the aesthetics is when you win a battle in Final Fantasy VII, of course, you hear that. In this game, there's no music. Unless one of your characters is playing a lute or a harp or a guitar, which are weapons, in which case you play a little melody when you win a fight. But it's stupid for you to be fighting with a guitar, so it's ridiculous you have to wait for that. But it's just a really good game, and it's a roguelike in the sense of... Here's the thing. The original game Rogue was made, for those who don't know, it was made a long time ago before we even had graphics on video games. The character was a little at symbol, a snake was an S, a dragon was a D, you know, that sort of thing, right? And Mm -hmm. it was randomized and it was punishing hard. But you didn't really care about the fact that it was so punishing because it was so rewarding and fun to go into the dungeon and fight monsters and then come back up to the surface level and get better gear and go deeper into the dungeon and so on and so forth. This game kind of does that because it's... um, The the random number generators are shot through the game. So when you're fighting, for instance... You, you have, like, three of your team and then two monsters, for instance, right? You pick a monster you want to attack, and then, like, each weapon has is tied to one of your abilities, right? So you might be strength for your warrior. I mean, your magic user could use a sword, and then it would go based on their physical strength, but that's not a good idea because your magic user probably doesn't have a lot of physical strength, right? So you want something that uses intelligence. So anyway, you, you're basically rolling dice each time you attack. And the higher your stats, the more likely you are to win that die roll. And it's just, it, it, and it adds like creative stuff so that you'll be wandering through the desert and suddenly you'll, you know, there's a cave and should you try to go into it? And it's based on your luck and you're rolling dice to see if you find anything in the cave or if you fall down a cliff and get hurt or whatever. Um, it's just really satisfying. It's really well done. Um... There's a few problems, though. There's... Uh, I knew it was going too well. I know, right? It's it, it, it kind of artificially puts a bunch of problems in your way. For instance, if one of your team goes down, you can revive them. Yay! But then you lose a heart. And at the top of the screen, I don't know if you can see it on this version that you're looking at, but um, there's only like six hearts. So you can only revive people six times. So you want to try to avoid that if you can. Meanwhile, you want to use... There's this herb called God's Beard or whatever. 
and you use it to get health back, right? Okay, that's great. You can also get health back by resting in towns or you can have these little tents that you use to set up camp and then you can rest up in a camp before going into a dungeon, for instance, right? Or whatever it is. Okay. The problem is you run out of the herb very quickly. So oh. if it, I'm, I'm at the end of the game, I think. This is my second time through and I'm already f about to fight the last boss. Which I think is pretty cool. I think it shows that I've managed to master a lot of the elements of this game. But it's been fun. When I lost the first time through, and it gives you this warning when you start the game. It's like, you are not going to win this the first time through. That's not the point of it. You're supposed to play it several times. You know, heroes will come after you fall or whatever it is. Um, and you do get better. And apparently you can unlock different things that will help you along your way. And I haven't really done much of that. But that's part of the game too. So it's sort of Rogue Legacy-ish in that, you know, you do a run through. You get a bunch of these like lore tomes or something. I don't know exactly how it works. But anyway, here's the thing. I'm about to go face the final boss. But I only have like two uh, health potions basically, right? That's frustrating. Well, why don't I go to a town and get some more health potions? First of all, each town has a limited supply. So if I bought them in that town earlier, I can't go back and get more in that same town, which is frustrating. Then maybe I'll go across the continent to a town I haven't been to yet and get some health potions. That's fine, except I'm probably going to have some combat along the way and I'll need to use the two health potions I'm at, I've got now. So I'm not actually ending up saving health potions by doing that. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So it's just, I don't know, the fact that there's so much scarcity and the fact that it's it's sort of is about like stockpiling things and not just using health potions when you need them. Like that's frustrating to me. Mm -hmm. um, there's also this chaos meter that keeps going up like at the top of the screen. I don't know if you can tell, but there's this like timeline and it moves yeah. from right to left. And when the little chaos icons get to the left, you have to like dispel chaos and you can do that in a bunch of different ways. The second time through, I've actually kept the chaos level very low, which is great. But every time the chaos goes up, like the enemies get more health. And then there's these different like bosses that show up on the board somewhere and they like mess with your dice rolls. And so you have to go and defeat those bosses in order to get back to playing the game you were playing. And I mean, Here's the thing. It all works really well. It's a really fun game. There's a lot of different elements and it's really, you know, it's the, the, the key to a good roguelike is that even when you die and you're losing, it's still fun, right? FTL, I don't, I've never gotten to the end of FTL. I don't think I even made it halfway ever, but that's okay because it was fun along the way. And this game does a lot of great things to make it fun along the way. And then it's like, eh, maybe I'll beat it someday. Maybe I won't. But it, in the meantime, it's a good time. So I give a big thumbs up to For the King. I played it for wow. like nine hours this week. And wow. Yeah, it's wow. like, it's a really well-made game. So that, Do you know what? That must be good because that's eating into Rocket League time. Well, I played a lot of Rocket League too. But there's so many sour children on Rocket League. And I just, you know, like I said, this game really got its hooks into me. And I don't... I don't know. I'm kind of scared to start it up again because I want to beat the final boss, but I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to beat him. So we'll see. But eh. in the meantime, even if I don't beat him, I'll be like, you know what? Okay, I'll unlock some of the things with these lore tomes. Maybe I'll have an easier time the next time through. And I made a dumb mistake when I was starting up. Because here's the other thing. 
when when I did my second run through, um, you can it unlocks some different like classes, right? So there was this herbalist that I was able to unlock this time, and I was like, okay, cool. So the herbalist can heal the whole party using just one of those health potions. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll save health potions by having this person use one to heal the whole party. That's pretty sweet. What I didn't realize is it's basically the same thing as a wizard. So I had the herbalist and a wizard and my, you know, um, warrior. And as a result, I, I had a kind of imbalanced party. And so my next time through, I need to have a more balanced party. I'll have an herbalist who will also be my wizard. And then I'll also have a ranger. And then I'll also have... Because usually in role-playing games, a, a ranger is going to be an herbalist. Or a cleric will be an herbalist. But in this game, it's different. Go figure. And now I'm done talking about For the King. But that's the funny most ah. kind of games, though, isn't it? It's like yeah. working at the right formula, I suppose. Right. And especially in a game like this, where it's like, it's iterative. In other words, it's not meant to, you know, you're not supposed to do it the first time through. Um, it's just that I wish it weren't so stingy with the health potions. And I mean, here's the other thing. Look, this is the type of game that really takes seriously the idea that when you get stronger, the world needs to get tougher right? And in a way, I understand that because it can be boring, I guess, to just wander around and just crush everything with a snap of your fingers. But on the other hand, I kind of like that. I like if I struggle at the beginning of a game and then get overpowered later on. That's fine with me. I actually enjoy that because it means that I'm working towards this point where I'm like, none, I can destroy even the dragons in Skyrim. But you don't ever really feel that way in this game because as soon as you get a higher level, they're like, okay, go do this thing with level. You're level eight? Great. Go kill this guy who's level eight. And it's like, eh, I don't want to kill level eight monsters. Yeah, but I suppose every game makes that choice, doesn't it? Like Skyrim makes the choice of, you know, uh, you will eventually get to this point where other games just say, no, things level up with you and you'll always have the same kind of battle. Yeah, that's fine. I think I'm with you, Duke, where I prefer to feel like I've and yeah yeah so anyway whatever for the king really well done it's a lot of fun the graphics are amazing the sound effects are great it's goofy uh you know there's so much based on like stats and whatnot and and you know but but you never get i don't know i after nine hours i'm still not sick of it so that's a really good sign you're gonna keep playing it i'm gonna certainly yeah i mean as the thing i'm gonna do this last boss fight i expect to die if I win, great. I will have beaten it. Yay. I'll probably do another run through because it's fun. And if I don't kill the boss, then I'll be like, okay, I know what I need to do a little differently next time. And I know that my second run through, I'm a lot better off. I got a lot further this time than I did last time. So I'm hoping that pattern continues because there's these, you know, scrolls where it's like purity scrolls. And I'm like, I don't even know what those do. I'll just sell them and it's fine. And now this time I realize like, oh, I'm getting cursed when I run through these certain hexes. All right, well, I'll use the purity scroll. It clears up the curse. Now I don't have to worry about that curse. Because before, if you got cursed, you had to go find the herb that would cure your curse. So I'm like, okay, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm getting better. How about that? So yes, to answer your question, yes, I will play it some more. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Right, before we move on, I guess we should talk about golf with your friends. Oh, that's right. We played another game. We all played this. Ginny even played this. Speaking of games that I loved. Yeah, Yeah, you really enjoyed (laughs) it. And also made me really angry. Yes, well, I made (laughs) you really angry, to be fair. That's why. And that was also my idea. Yeah, well, I, I... 
you don't control me. I was the one who decided to you actually don't do it. You control me. Uh, yeah. What was kind of funny, though, is you, you'd put some weird... I can't remember. What name did you use? Me? Yeah. yeah it, it, it oh, Chris Traeger. Yeah, yeah, from Parks and Rec. Yeah, and Perkins. No idea, see? Never seen the show. So oh, it's no such a idea great show. you got to watch it. It's so much fun. Didn't know you'd change your name on Steam to that. Who's right? this so person this... adding me? Right. So there's this name in the chat like that I don't recognize, and I'm like, who the who is this person? Yeah. So I was getting more angry because I'm like... Who's this person who's doing this to me? What the hell is going on? I don't even know who this person is. And yeah. he's griefing me. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then when I found out it was you, I was like, oh, yeah, it should have made sense. I kept uh, kicking him out of the lobby, people. So it's immature and stupid, but it was fun. It was it fun was. until I got very angry about it. <laughs> it was very fun. And he takes a lot to push my buttons. I don't get angry that often. But You said he was like... I am really getting angry right now. So whoever this guy is, yeah. can you stop it? Uh, yeah. Well, she's actually lost it. I did. Uh, but anyway, on to the game. I look, Duke hated it. I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. So uh, the reason so, I, and so for those who explain, don't, go ahead, Jenny. Golf, golf with your friends is a uh, mini golf game, basically where you play golf all at the same time, mini golf with your friends, and you have crazy, crazy courses like that are in haunted mansions and all sorts of like this, and then you have even power ups that you can do. Um, yeah, it gets a little bit crazy and. Uh, there's there's certain bits where it's like you can do a power up where he changes the golf ball into a pine cone and all sorts of different stuff. So the I suppose the point of the game is to obviously get uh, as few shots as possible on the mini uh, golf course um, and to beat your friends and you have a bit of banter with your friends and as you're playing it and whatnot. So and, yeah. and the reason I got so, so mad you- is because. It- Mini golf is frustrating enough. You hit the side of the windmill, and it's like, ah, damn it. And, and you know, you're two strokes behind your friends, and it's very frustrating. This game, it'll have a conveyor belt in the middle of the thing, and it'll just fling your ball off into the ocean. It'll, it'll just, the ghost will come and swoop your ball away. There's a black hole in the space station level, and it just flings your ball into the sewer. And it's like, you, and it just keeps doing it over and over again. So, like, it's not just that you're two strokes behind your friends. Now you're ten strokes behind your friends. There's no way to catch up. And it's there is so much about the game that's based on just luck and, and real difficulty controlling where your ball goes. I think that's bad game design when it comes to mini-golf. I guess. Um, well, that's part of the fun, isn't it? It's like, for it you, is go crazy for it. More power to you. You know, it's not meant to be a serious golf simulation game, let's be honest. I'm not looking for serious. I'm looking for relatively easy to control where my ball goes. If I had if I, I hit think... it a little too hard, it would go up the ramp and then flying off into the river. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. That's frustrating. What did you think, Ginny? What was your opinion? I think, I think, um, I think Duke sort of hit the nail on the head when he said, uh, like, he, he doesn't like it when, he, when it's not his fault. Um, and there's a lot of like luck, you know, with Rocket League and stuff like that. If you mess up, you mess up and it's you, right? So, but with golf with your friends, it's like, well, you know, there's no way you could have done that. That's impossible. And there's these things in the, the later levels, like black holes, and they literally just suck you in and spit you anywhere they want. 
and it was so difficult to kind of do. Um, it was based a little bit on luck. So I can it see... was, but that on the flip that affected everybody in the same way. So it's not like there's a advantage or you know from one player to another because everybody's affected by it, aren't they? I guess so, but it's. Uh... But again, I think it's that, that's part of the fun, isn't it? Because it's like I'm glad you had fun with it because it's just ridiculous. You know, is I didn't take it that seriously. I just thought it was quite fun to play. And you know what? If you ended up with twelve shots after a hole, does it really matter? Yes. Well, of course not. No, it doesn't. It doesn't does it matter. Go? But there, for me, that's matter. like saying like it doesn't matter if you ever beat for the king, or it doesn't matter if you ever finish Alex, or it doesn't matter if you ever solve all the puzzles in Portal. I mean, in a sense, you're right, but. If you're going to put the work in to try to figure out a portal, you want to get to the end of the game. I suppose. So that's how I felt about this golf game. But no, I liked it. I thought it was fine. You know, I had no issues with it. I just thought it was a bit of fun. It was it was kind of fun. Well, I, I, had, I, I had fun with it. I had yeah, fun yeah. playing with y'all. I mean, yeah. And I think if we had played Golf Club, I probably would have had a lot more fun because I really like that game and I feel like it's. I've been able to figure out how it works. And maybe if I, as I said, on the day of the game, the play date, I think if I played those courses a few times, I would be less frustrated. It's like playing yeah. Call of Duty the first time on a new map. It's like, I don't know where the hell I am we, or who's shooting at me say, from where. Yeah. Were you, were you an expert at the golf club the first time you played it? No, of course not. My point is that I played well, exactly. those. Exactly. It's just the same thing, isn't it, then? My point is that... Even though I wasn't an expert the first time through, I after like two or three holes, I figured out that if I swung the club at 100%, it's going to go this distance. And so I could change it so that I swung at 50% if I needed to go half that distance. With this game, Golf With Your Friends, I feel like no matter, you know, if I tried to tap it, then it went two inches. If I did a little bit more, then it went flying off into the next room. And And here's the thing, look. It's relatively easy to avoid putting your ball into the forest in the golf club, right? In a mini golf game, why do you even need the ability to fling it into the next room? I feel like it ought to be <laughs> controlled. It, you, it shouldn't be able to go out of the bounds like that. That's what I would like in a mini golf game. Yeah, but that's funny. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you found it funny. I didn't. The end. The only thing I would say is it doesn't punish you for going out of bounds as such it doesn't have an extra shot on or anything it just resets and it's just one more shot that's true you know so it doesn't punish you as much as a normal golf game would for going out of bounds i don't well, know I, I, I thought it was all it right was you know yeah, I, I, I think i'd play it with people again i would yeah, never I play it on my own but that's the point i suppose it's golf with your friends not golf on your own but uh no it was it was fine um yeah i would agree with you I, I think it was fine I didn't like my tits on fire or anything like that, but no. But it was it did what he said on the tin. Basically, it was just a yes, golf game, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. I like and again, it. I'm glad I didn't pay any money for it. Yeah, no, thanks, okay. Epic no. Game Store. Well, thanks, no, it wasn't. Stu. I bought juice first. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Stu. Thanks, Stu. Thanks, yeah, Stu. What did you buy? <laughs> there must be some because it, it was on it was on sale somewhere. Of course. <laughs> and then was, was like, it oh, like yeah. a three p? Uh, no, it was something like two pounds seventy nine a copy. Bloody hell! So I got three copies, and I was just like, "Meh, it's fine." 
Wow, you know, flashing the cash. I eh? know, just ready for a, you know a bit of a play date and all that stuff. Uh, right, that's about it for what we've been playing, I guess. I guess. So yeah. I don't know whether there's any news this week. I don't know. Let me have a look. I don't know. I didn't ask anything. Putting news first. While we're waiting for that, is there anything new we want to talk about in terms of the Discord? I don't know. That's Chinny's domain. Chinny. Uh, it makes me feel like there is when you say it like that. Well, there is, is there something new. new There's nothing new <laughs> oh. about the Discord itself, maybe. But you asked me to do something. Ooh. What was that? What was that? Come on, Chini. What did you ask him to do? <laughs> it's no, a no, quiz before remember, the quiz. You? you asked me to make a jingle. <gasps> oh, ah. Discord. So the, we have got a little bit of an update. Yay! Oh, by the way, good jingle, good jingle. Thank well you done. very much. Good oh, there's jingle. an update good here. Let me play the jingle. Discord. Then. Discord. 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 Sorry, guys. <laughs> Okay. I worked hard on that shit. I should have spent two minutes doing that. I spent like a half an hour. I wanted to play it. Go on. Any, any, um, anything on Discord? Duke, have you got a jingle? I, I do have a jingle. Funny. No, I'm not playing it again. Um, <laughs> yes. We, well, uh, Mark Roop, who was one of our Patreon subscribers, has got his Discord, uh, well, Patreon sort of frame thing that we sent him. So that's, oh, that's right. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. All good. Um We've uh, and that's it really. I've been I've been a bit quiet on the Discord this week, but we did arrange the playdate through Discord and use Discord for the sort of online chat. Eventually, when we got Stu to convince him to do it, um, do you do? Yeah. So uh, you know, hopefully we'll do another one. Uh, I'm going to announce when I'm on Warzone, if and when I jump on it. Um, so I'll I'll put it in there. Um, so yeah, you know, not not much going on this week. I didn't ask for people to put the news in there, so that's why. But there are people joining it. There's plenty of people in there. Um, I'm just gonna uh, say, look, if I type in this, hey everyone, I'm on the show. Who wants a shout out, right? And then we'll see who comes back, and we'll do the shout out. So that, that, that's how active it is. You know what I mean? People just in there, yeah, talking it's just away. Up. It's just popped up on my desktop. Yeah, right? come on, people, chilling. It's that quick, that quick, man. You know, Antonio's already replied. Go on, then why not, Antonio? You get a shout out. Bam, you could you be go. podcast famous. Done. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that's it. But I think, um, I think I'm gonna just let people know when I'm on Warzone and things like that. Um, yeah, you know. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's it. There is a little bit of news. A little bit of news. Nothing amazing. Um, but there are rumours, stroke, potential real that Resident Evil 4 remake is currently in the works at Capcom. No. Oh my God. Sherlock. Uh, so, yes, that's uh, a release window for 2022 is what they're looking at for that. So, that's currently being done. Which is no surprise, seeing as the other two just sold like hotcakes and they're uh, doing really, really well. So and four is probably like one of the most revered, yeah, uh, uh, Resident Evil games. Although I like five quite a lot. 
I like five. I like five. Five was pretty good. Uh, and then the other thing, I didn't read this last week, actually. This is last week's news. Uh, but gaming PC builder Main Gear is now making emergency ventilators in America. Cool. So that's pretty cool. New Jersey-based nice. computer company Main Gear uh, is retooling a significant portion of its manufacturing facilities and only dedicated to making pretty good gaming PCs to create pretty emergency ventilators to aid hospitals in the fight against COVID-19. So there you go. Yeah. Presumably they're happening now. All right. Good for so, you. That's good so news. So well done to them. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. There's no other news. That's it. Done. Okay. New Nothing. News, everybody. So what's next? Uh, emails. Oh, emails. Whoa, that ruled. Now this is an email stroke story time. Oh, so snap. this is kind of a cross thing. So I saved My it till now. Time. It's story, 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 story time. So. This this shows two things, right? Go on. Well, one is basically you don't know who listens to this show. Award winning. That's one thing. Award winning. Yeah, you don't know who listens to the show. Uh, and two, stuff happens when you mention stuff on the show. Oh, are we getting so, money? So last week, as you know, I mentioned that I had some issues with stick drift. Yes. On my Nintendo Switch. It was, you know, in Animal Crossing, for instance... The character was constantly walking to the right, and when I pushed left, he would walk slowly instead of running. Right. So it was a bit of a bit of a pain. Uh, and we've had an email this week from an anonymous per anonymous. I'll try and say that properly. Anonymous person. Ooh. So this person says, "Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hope you're all well and staying safe during the world crisis." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to the part you give to a new Joy-Con. I am currently a week behind on the podcast, so maybe you've already sorted it out, but it is regarding your Nintendo Joy-Cons drifting. If you or anyone else listening has drifting issues, make sure to sign into your Nintendo account and book a free repair. Nintendo will provide a free label that you will print out and send the items in. Dude. Not only does your drift get repaired for free, Nintendo will also give you an extra year's warranty on top of your whole console and Joy-Cons when you send it in. Nice. If you're sneaky, you could also send your console in for drift and get an extra year, even if there is no fault. Sounds like a scout to me. I work for the company responsible for Nintendo repairs in the UK, so hopefully this can help some of you out. Keep up the amazing work, guys. Take care. Love from Anonymous. Yay. Thank you, Anonymous. So, we love you. Scam. A listener <laughs> of the show... Uh, works for Nintendo, basically. He works for the company he that repairs. He doesn't. He doesn't work. No, no, I have spoken to him outside of this email. And uh, he doesn't so work. He, no, he, he definitely does. He doesn't. He definitely does. He works he for wouldn't, Mentendo. He wouldn't be telling you to go the to the Nintendo site to, to print, off, <laughs> print off a free label to send it into Mentendo. Nintendo. So, so there you go. So if you're having scam joy... Scam Scamming you. It's not a scam. Why is it a scam? Because... It... What's the scam here then? That I send it into Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's, yeah. So what's the scam and it gets fixed? You send it into Nintendo and he's like, oh, thanks, mate. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, you just need yeah. to send me the uh, the number and you're all satisfied because it actually got sent to Nintendo. You're like, oh, brilliant. And then you send, oh, yeah, just send you bank details as well and play me on yeah. Rocket League. 
definitely not. No, I emailed him afterwards, and no, he just gave me some other advice, and that was it. So basically, he does work. He does work for Nintendo, and if you do want that, I can categorically say that's true. If you do want to get it fixed, that's what you need to do. It is not a scam. Scam. It's not a scam. So interestingly, anyway, outside of that, uh, they've updated the Nintendo Switch this last week. Now I don't know whether somebody helped you. Uh, no, you know somebody helped you, and I'm just calling him. A... I know, I know, some nice person, horrible, to, horrible who listens to the show. Horrible person I am. Because in an, in another way, Chidi, yeah. if this wasn't a listener of the show, how would he know about my issue? Also, what a <laughs> way to scam someone. <laughs> yeah, listens to the show just on the off chance yeah. that I've got an issue with my Joy-Con. I've been listening to 400 channels. I'm going to scam realize, him one day. One yeah, day I'm going to scam him. how ridiculous that sounds anyway. Uh, it's a scam. It's a great scam. It is a great scam. Yeah. He listens to podcasts just on the off chance he can scam someone. Anyway, here's the thing, though, outside of that. Uh, yeah, I went into the settings in Nintendo. Now, whether this has been in the latest update or whether this was something that was previously there, I have no idea. But there's a stick calibration tool. Fucking hell, Stu. I didn't know you could go in the settings. Yeah, stick calibration. So basically, you can calibrate your sticks. Now, when I brought this up, lo and behold, it was showing slightly to the right. So the, the actual thing wasn't in the center. Only slightly. It wasn't a lot. It was only like probably about oh, on, two this or three really millimeters off. So I did the calibration thing. Uh, and it didn't seem to do any difference. It was still walking to the Then I disconnected the controllers and turned them off and connected them back on. And lo and behold, it's fixed. Yay! Yeah. So it's working perfectly at the moment. So I did email him back and say, look, thanks for all the help and advice. But it's working. He's like, well, you know, it might work for a bit. If it doesn't, he said, and he did say, now I don't know whether I should say this, but he did say they are already receiving Animal Crossing versions of the console. You know, the special ones he released for Animal Crossing yeah. with the stick drift issue. So that's already happening. They're already getting those in. That is bad. Mm. That is bad. So anyway, I've probably just said more than I should have done. So there you go. Anyway, apologies. Uh, so there you go. Thank you, anonymous person. Yes, I don't thank know you. who you are. Thanks, Miyamoto. Sorry. <laughs> oh. uh, but they are doing, at least they're repairing all this stuff. So if you have got a problem, they are repairing it for free, and you get an extra year's warranty. So that's Scam. good. Good on Nintendo. Nice well, scam. Not good nice. because not good because they didn't like develop a console that works perfectly like they should have done. But good that they're sorting out the issues when you get one. Nice trying yeah. to scam. Scam. Nice, nice trying to scam person who's listened to the show for years and then found a way to scam. Anyway, uh, we have got another email, so that's one. Yeah. Uh, second email is from Lord of the Manor. Lord oh, of he, the Manor. He was in the chat. It was, and he says this Sunday stroll. Uh huh. Okay. He says, "Evening, veterans." Yeah. Evening. Good evening. As I write this, I am walking along the canal for my one-hour exercise. That's a bit risky walking along the canal and typing on it. Hey, you are. Watch where you're going. Need to be careful. Uh, with a three-year-old, the canal pusher, or what was that thing that you said at EJ? Yeah, canal pusher. Yeah, that's the the, the Manchester <laughs> we was walking, pusher. We was walking down the canal, dude, and he would not shut up about this fucking canal pusher guy. <laughs> no, the Manchester pusher is good. Whatever. Pusher. So basically, someone in Manchester pushes people in the canal when. Yeah, yeah, we got the gist of it. Anyway, uh, he says with a child, dude. with a three-year-old who seems determined to fall in. Now, okay, you're typing and walking next to a canal, 
and not quite watching what your three-year-old's up to, right? The good job is not in Manchester. Did you remember Manchester Manchester Pusher guy? Manchester Pusher. Anyway, another good set from Stu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But under pressure from the chat was made complete uh, by the famous dance track, Gay Bar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It happened. Uh, he said he's becoming a weekly routine in my house now, gaming-wise. I finished a game I started six months ago, Dishonored 2, which if anyone hasn't played, needs to. It's brilliant. Um, I couldn't get on with this game. I played it, and I just couldn't get on with it. Mm. I like the first I found one, it, okay. I found it... Re- I love the first one, I've and I played that to the end without any issues. I don't know, with this one, I found... I don't know, I found it really difficult. And I just kept getting spotted all the time. And I was like, I hate this game. Right. Uh, so I got rid of it, put it down, didn't play it again. But anyway, he likes it, thought it was brilliant, especially the mission that gives you the advice to travel instantly back and forth in time. Also, as I don't own an Xbox, I have never been able to play Ori. But as I now have a Switch, I played the demo. Wow. I was expecting a simple platform game, but this is a whole lot more. Yeah, it is true. It's a good game. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I am definitely uh, buying that, so he's going to get it. Uh, thanks for the recommendations on the games last week, but all of them, and like all the games you mentioned, either own or have already played. Damn it. We did try our best, didn't we? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, many thanks. Keep up the good work. Stephen Hulls of AKA Lord of the Manor. Lord of the Manor. He did not shoot the deputy. Right. Oh, I had a thing going. I, know, I thought that was quite good. I thought I followed on well. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. So over to Duke for some. Uh, we've got a couple of speed pipes, haven't we? I think Disco. we've got two. Disco. Disco. Oops, I've hit the wrong button, my bad. Speakpipe! It's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. And the first speakpipe comes to us from Dark Signs. Dark Signs. Okay, uh, welcome to Not the Wikipedia Weekly. My name is uh, <laughs> Eric. I go by the username Skartol on the English <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah, we're hosting this podcast about copy editing. Um, Wadawit and I sort of came up with it because we figured oh. there's a lot of stuff that should be said about copy editing, what it is, why it's important, and how to do it well. Let's start with the basics. What is copy editing? Wow, that's a blast from the past. Why did he send that? I have no. I didn't know it was him. To be honest, I just saw the DS, and well, then I you said that. Like, oh, maybe, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Who knows? That makes me very sad because that featured me and Awatawit, and Awatawit died in a rock climbing accident, and that makes me very sad. Holy I, shit! Yeah, what? Yeah, I miss her very much. She was awesome. Wow, man, yeah. that's shocking. She had all the kit on. She had a helmet and everything, and just freak accident. Fuck. <sighs> wow, and that's the person you did the podcast with? Yep. Wow, she that is so, shocking. She she taught me more about scholarship through like two years on Wikipedia than any single professor in college. Like she was so helpful, so encouraging, so nice, but so demanding. And she was just a really great person and she did a lot of great work. And uh, yeah, I miss her a lot. So... Thanks a lot, Derek, for reminding me of my dead friend. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? It might not have even been Derek, to be fair. That's so, true. Yeah. Whoever DS is, you reminded me of that 
tragic incident. No, no, you reminded me of a hilarious podcast I did about copy editing. I'm a big dork. All right, here comes another <laughs> speak pipe. This one we know is from Derek Sines. We know this is definitely from Derek. Hello, Batman Gamers. It's Derek Sines again. And next week I should hopefully have a quiz for you to do with movie quotes. So Woo! that's something to look forward to. But this week I want to talk about music. Uh, but don't worry, Chinny, there'll not be any copyright strikes here. Thank you. I've been listening to a lot more music because of the lockdown, and I've even dusted off my vinyl and cassette collection. Um, but I got to thinking, what is my earliest musical memory, one that I can still remember to this day? And I've narrowed it down to when I was maybe four or five, about half a mile from where we lived. There, there used to be a travelling fair that rented out a farmer's field for a couple of weeks every year. I think it was just after the harvest time. And when you're that age, four or five, a travelling fair can seem a very exotic place, another world, really, and sometimes a bit dangerous. But uh, there was lots of uh, sights, obviously, and smells from the food and sounds from all of the rides. And the music itself was always very loud, but uh, it almost have seared itself into my brain because it sort of comes back from a memory every now and again. And I was just wondering, what is your earliest musical memory? Uh, how old were you, and uh, what was the music itself? And I just leave it at that, and I just say, keep on listening and keep on gaming. Wow, that's a good question. It is a good question. So I don't have, I can't think of an earliest, earliest memory, but I do remember really loving Run DMC, and they had a song called "You Talk Too Much," and one of the lyrics said. Uh, you're like the independent network news on Channel 9. And when I was a kid, for some reason, I was convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that what they were actually saying was, you're like the Thenta Better network news on Channel 9. And my brother was like, what the hell is Thenta Better? I was like, I don't know, but they're saying it. He's like, no, they're not. They're saying independent. I'm like, no, they're not. They're saying Thenta Better. So we fought for years because this is, you know, before the internet, you can look up what the actual lyric was. Uh, I, I was just stubbornly insistent that it was saying Thenta Better. So I was an idiot when I was a kid. Yep, still are. Yeah, still am. <laughs> still are. Yeah. Uh, I've got two very early memories of music. One is my dad was a massive Queen fan. Okay. And, well, actually, there's a few things he used. Well, you know, used. I, Elizabeth II, to me, was... I know, yeah. ...was a good, you know, influence. I don't know what I'm talking about. That, yeah. that's the I, remember, I remember as a kid being in the back of the car listening to Bicycle by uh, Queen. And I just remember the bit with the bells, you know, like where they're all ringing, the bells are all ringing for about 10 seconds or whatever. And I'm like, I remember that really well. And the other thing, he used to play a lot of Lonnie Donegan. Yeah, because we all know him. Do you know who Lonnie Donegan is? No. So he did such famous songs as My Old Man's a Dustman. My and... Old Man's a Dustman. And he wears a dustman's cap and he wears cool blimey trousers and he lives in a council flat. Do you not know that? That is the most northern thing that you've ever said. <laughs> and he also did another song called uh, Does Your Chewing Gum Lose Its Flavour? You remember oh, this? The bedpost overnight. Daddy Daisy Jude Swallow it in spite. Can you catch it on your tonsils and you heave it left and right? <laughs> Can you chewing gum? But yeah. I know that because of Dr. Demento. And he also did one called Rock Island Line was another one yes. that he did. So the the early memories, later, slightly later memories was when the fur ground used to come, similar to Derry, really. 
And I remember when, the, do you remember the gravity wheel? Remember the gravity wheel, Ginny? You used to come with a fair ground. <laughs> no. yes, you, you're, you're on your own. Gravity you're wheel. on your own there, Stu. I know, yeah. Uh, and they used to play, I, I remember them distinctly playing I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Right? I want to dance with somebody. But when you were on the gravity wheel, this I is what it sounded like. It sounded like this. I want to dance with somebody. Because obviously you were spinning around closer and further away from the music constantly. And it was uh, it was good. It was good. That's, it. So that's probably two of my earliest memories. What about you, Chinny? What are your early memories of music? Um, I remember uh, being forced to wear a Bross t-shirt. <laughs> nice. Because uh, my, uh, my brother Pete... <laughs> What? And my other brother Trevor, well, yeah, Peter and Trevor were into bros, right? That's just weird for a lad to be into bros. I know, I know. And th- th- I mean, my brother at this point he's probably like eight or something. Probably exploring his sexuality, was he? You know, well, not quite sure which way. Still, still is, I think. Yeah, and uh, and Trevor must have been four or five or something. And, and then I remember like. At some point, having the hand-me-down T-shirt of Bros, <laughs> and thinking cool. that I liked Bros because I wore wow. a T-shirt, I was like, I think I like Bros. And Brain then around washed. about, you know, like I don't know, in my teenage years, I realised I was like, why did I like Bros? Like, well, I was it wasn't forced... Bros. You realised it was Wham. <laughs> no, it was Bros. Um, <laughs> but I don't really remember any of their music really. Uh, but anyway, um. The and when I went to Vegas, uh, that one half of Bros performs there every night, so that's right. Is it Luke or Matt Goss? I can never remember. I don't know, who cares? And um, when yeah. will, I, will I be famous? That's what they sang only for a short while. Um, I can answer that. <laughs> so maybe you should play some Bros on your mix next. I've time. already done it, yeah. That was on the 80s mix. I did play Bros, yeah. yeah Jenny, come on, get I, with it. Yeah, come on, Chinny. I've already boo, played Bros. Oh, Chinny, boo. I played When Will I Be Famous, and that was probably only about 20 or 30 minutes in, to be fair. Well, I didn't fucking listen to it, so. It didn't sound <laughs> anything like it, by the way, apart from the lyrics, other than that it was nothing like it. Um, I don't remember any. Uh, my dad loved, still loves, Bob Dylan. Diddly Bob. Um, so I remember him playing that. Uh, that's it, really. I don't, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, are we ready to move on? No. No. I think there might be a little bit more of this. uh, uh, No, there isn't. That's it. We're done. (laughs) All right. That means it's time for the quiz. Quiz time. Oh, yeah. Supposed to play the jingle. It's time for the quiz. It's time for the quiz. We play the shitty sound clip when it's time for the quiz. All right, here comes the quiz, people. Are you ready? Mark Rupert's in the chat. Well, none of you buggers have actually given me a number again. Whoops. So well done for that, dickheads. (laughs) Well, you know what this means. (laughs) Welcome to the Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear, round 25. I get free reign. Motherfucker! What to do? What to do? (laughs) 
So I have a treat in store for you! Sound effects, game trailers, soundtracks, everything that may result in a copyright ban. Let me take you on an audible adventure from the early 90s through to the 20-teens. A journey more nostalgic than sitting in your Ghostbusters feet bedroom wearing a Back to the Future t-shirt, playing Tetris on your Game Boy whilst listening to the Batman soundtrack. Question 1. Name the game, and for a bonus point, name the release year. Created especially for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It's a bit more exciting, a bit more challenging, a bit more perfect, a bit more colorful, a bit more realistic, a bit more levels, a bit more secret, a bit more enemies, a bit more friends, a bit more sound, a bit hotter, a bit cooler, a bit weird, a bit more revolutionary, a bit more Mario, a bit more of what you want. It's 16-bit, and it's yours only if you get new Super Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, super power. Beep. Well, What's the question? What's the name of the game and which year did it come out? Yeah. I'm assuming oh, it's uh, Super Mario. The Nintendo fanboy, yeah. SNES. So it would be Super Mario World. Right. I guess. What was the year? 1980. Sorry, 1989. Okay. And the answer is Super Mario World. And 1990. Ah, oh, jeez, you two. got it wrong. Name yeah. the game yeah. and name yeah. the release year. Okay, cowboy. Here's the odds. You've got an exploding building. A hijacked airport. An entire city under siege. Every place you go is crawling with armed terrorists. You, you're just a cop in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, yeah. And you're not wearing any shoes. Babe. Uh, it's obviously well, Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's obviously got to be Die Hard. I didn't know yeah. they made a video game no, out of that. Gex the Gecko, that one. <laughs> I think it's Tetris. Um, yeah, well, I'm trying to think when Die Hard came out. Was it 1989? Well, the, the Die Hard game came out, and it was the Die Hard trilogy. It actually featured all three... All right, yeah. so it's later then. It's later. It came out on the PlayStation One. So PlayStation One came out roughly. What was it? Ninety seven, ninety five. Yeah. I think actually the PlayStation One. So I'm going to say Die Hard trilogy ninety six. Going on. The answer is nineteen ninety six. Hey, and this clip. They didn't say the whole quote. No, they didn't. I don't think they could do that on an advert. Motherflopper. Motherflopper. Gen 3. Guess the game and guess the year. Bioshock. <laughs> 2007. Your papiere, bitte. Your papers, please. Verzeihung. Ah. Aber Sie haben Ihre Granate vergessen. Excuse me, but you forgot your grenade. Der Amerikaner hat Hundekuchen in der Tasche. The American has dog biscuits in his pocket. Rennt um euer Leben. Er hat eine Panzerfaust. Run for your lives. He has a bazooka. Is that Call of Duty 2? No, I think that's Medal of Honor. Oh, uh, okay. What year? Yeah, come on. Uh, you seem to be the expert on this. Stuff. 
People, it, it, like the, the, I answered the last question so good, it made it sound like I googled a bit. I promise you, I'm playing Snooker 19. So, um, <laughs> uh, to me, that I know Medal of Honor 2000, I think maybe. And the answer is 1999. Oh, and Medal of Honor. Prepare uh, for your finest hour. Question. Tell you what. Four. I tell you what. I am fucking close with these guesses. Yeah, you yeah, are. Well, that, that advert was terrible. <laughs> it sounds pretty dumb. Terrible. It's hard to know without seeing it, though, because so much of the ads are visual, man. The yeah, game voice acting and was name the release year. Warning, listen to the full clip before you answer. It's a, it's, it's a Quantum of Solace. Oh, wait, probably not. Ever wonder what it's like to be 007? Oh, you know it's not Goldeneye. So, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies was the game that followed Goldeneye. It was a PlayStation exclusive, so I'll guess that. But he's gone up a year. He's gone up every time. So, mm, B-Bond, you know what? It could be one of the Nightfire games, because they were big on the PlayStation 2. He keeps going up in years, so I'm going to go with maybe 2004. 2003 night agent under fire or night fire it's one of the those. answer is 1999 oh tomorrow never dies question five this is the main theme from which xbox game For every choice, a consequence. Babe. <laughs> For every choice, a consequence. Fahrenheit? Yeah, think of, yeah I was going to say Fahrenheit. Um, was the that doesn't sound like of. music for it. It doesn't. I don't think that was. Well, what Xbox? Well, I mean, I'm... it sounds like he's saying it's an Xbox exclusive, which it probably isn't. Yeah, well, could it, could it not be a Fable game? Yeah, maybe. What about original Fable? Because I guess Fable was all about yeah. consequences for your choices, huh? Yeah, because that's yeah, what say Fable. big thing was. Okay, yeah. we're saying Fable. Um, Final answer. And the answer is... Fable. For every choice, Yay. a consequence. How about that? Questions? I mean, also not, but whatever. Yeah, Peter Molyneux, man. In theory, fast. yes. X, name the Bioware game that this comes from. I got it. What? Jade Empire 2004. Wow. Yeah, you're probably right. Look at the, the big brain on Chinny. And the answer wow. is Jade Empire. Question seven. Oh, he's just giving up on years now. Yeah, Fuck he's not bothering. Years. I'm All right. Fuck. Name the Xbox and PlayStation 2 game. 
You have the right to freedom of speech. You have the right to freedom of worship. You have the right to freedom from want. And you have the right to freedom from fear. I alone have the fifth freedom. The right to do whatever it takes to ensure that your four freedoms are protected and preserved. Oh, is it really? That's a good game. And the app. Well, that's, that's the worst gun that's sound really effects I think I've well, ever heard. Well, it's a really stupid head. Do, 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 do. There <laughs> is Splinter Cell. Oh, snap. Chinny Bumbles one. Eight. Name the game. This one gets easier as it goes along, so the first person to shout it out wins. You'll know it by the end of the clip. I will show you true power. Tetris? We need a leader. And surround them with the brightest, the toughest, the deadliest allies we can find. Is this not um, Mass Effect? Yeah, I think it is. Take the fight to the collectors in person. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to the action. That's like two. Collectors right. require passing through the Omega 4 relay. 2010. No ship has ever returned from doing so. Beep. And the answer is. Mass Effect 2! As a team effort. Question 9. Name this game from the late noughties. Assassin's Creed? Maybe. Maybe Mirror's Edge or something. I thought he was doing stuff that wasn't going to get us a copyright citation. No, I think he yeah. said he screw you. Oh, said, yeah, gotcha. loads of other things are coming. I think this is a harp simulator. <laughs> I think you might. I, think, I, think, I, think, I don't know. I think Mirror's Edge is a good shout, you know. Mirror's Edge was 2007. Assassin's Creed 1 was 2007. Assassin's Creed 2 was 2009. It doesn't sound like Assassin's Creed to me, that. It sounds more Assassin's Creed than Mirror's let's, yeah. uh, let's go with Mirror's I Edge. Know, I said Mirror's I Edge first. I've made the mistake before. Let's go with Mirror's and Edge. The answer is Assassin's Creed oh. 2. Hey! Question oh, 10. Audio clip from a significant part of the beginning of a particular game. Name the game and name what's happening. Destiny? No, I think yeah. isn't that Mass Effect again? I have but no idea. A suicide mission or something? Or... Yeah, maybe. And the answer is the opening of Fallout 4. Ah, fuck the vault opens. Of course. Ah, damn it! I knew I knew that music. Shame you on me! Known I brought shame to my ancestors. Yeah, how? Finally. Finally. Uh, 
too, I wonder. Skyrim 2007. No, it was 2011, wasn't it? 2011. How long in milliseconds does it take Duke to figure <laughs> out that this is Skyrim? Babe? Yeah. And the answer is 2.87 milliseconds. <laughs> and that's it for the Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear Round 25. Yay. I hope this was a pleasant change of pace. I figured finding some sound effects on the internet would be a piece of piss. No. But it's not. It's no. a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Pick a flinging, flanging number for next time, and I'll see you then. Bye. One of the questions I have to cut for time. Pac-Man, obviously. <laughs> nice. Uh, right. What number are we going? Who's going to pick a number? Not uh, me. I pick a lot of them. One, one, one. Yeah, we definitely haven't had that as far as I can remember. <laughs> as far as you can remember. <laughs> Let's hope we're right. Okay, one, one, one. Get on with it, Jay. Yeah, make it happen. Hurry up and make it. Yeah, make it. Make it now. Make right it. now. I expect it to be ready tomorrow. Now, speaking of, of Pac-Man, uh, Run the Jewels did a song called Early in which they used the sound of Pac-Man dying. Ghost, you know that's the law. Deal done by the shake of paws. It ain't a game of the shit don't pause. When I find you odd, so... How about that? There you go. There you there go. You go. So it's uh, real talk. RTJ with the video game sounds. Go ahead, RTJ. Right, let's do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. I like the beats and shouting. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! Uh, Chinny, go. Uh, shout-out to the um, Manchester Pusher. Uh, <laughs> I really like your work, Manchester Pusher. It's all good. Uh, shout-out to everybody wishing me good luck on the Snooker 19 official Betfred virtual tournament. Should be good fun. Yeah. Um, shout out to Antonio, who said hello in the Discord earlier. Um, Ian Williams said, nothing like a shameless publicity. Ha! Tainted shirt said, go on then. X Riders, uh, XJ Rider 98 says, yo, yo. Yo, so yo, those yo. Are the people in the Discord that got a shout out. Uh, X Rider is also a Mark Roop, same person. Uh, so shout out to those fellas. There you go. Cool, cool there cats you and go. kittens. The cool cats and kittens. Uh, well, I'll shout out Kev again, obviously, for gifting me some decks, because now I look cool in Animal Crossing. Uh, and the record box and the bells. So oh, thanks yeah. ever so much, Kev. You are far too kind. Uh, I'm going to obviously shout out... Are for old people. Shout out Anonymous, who emailed in, who's apparently scamming. Good on Ginny. Yeah. Scam. I mean, but yeah, obviously isn't, but thank you ever so much for all Scam. the advice. And if, it, if my stick goes funny again, <laughs> then I guess I'll have to send it off next time. I've got away with it for the time being, and like I said to people who've got a switch, you can calibrate your stick. So, there is a setting for that. Uh, and the other thing to do, by the way, and I didn't know you, you had to do you have to, you know when you get a Nintendo software update, or hardware update, should I say? You have to update your controllers manually. They have, like, firmware updates as well. 
Yeah, I, I know this, Stu. I've got yeah. a Switch. I, I, yeah, I, but not I everybody choose... knows this. I didn't know this. Yeah, he didn't know it. Chinny. Yeah, but like, I got over it really quick. I was like, oh, they have to update as well. That's not worth talking about to anyone. Anyway. Yeah, but... <laughs> It might not know. Might help if you've got a stick problem. Just mm-hmm. saying. Right. Uh, shout out to everybody who came to the mix on Friday. It was a good night. Yeah, we had lots of people mix. in the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I played gay bar because I was pressured into it. Yep. But it worked. And it you played fine. Fat Beat too. I did. <laughs> I played that. I played that too. <laughs> it's really now. I played it last week as well. Uh, but it's a good tune. And brilliant. And then the, uh, the other thing is, well, yeah, I have now hit a hundred followers on my mixed page. So thank you ever so much to everybody who's followed. If you don't know who I am by now, you've not been listening to the show. But I'm DJ underscore no clue at Mixcloud. No, 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 no clue. Actually, no, that's Twitch. That's Twitch, not <laughs> that's my Twitch one. Fucking yeah, it's just DJ no clue and on. on Live mix cloud, you'll find it's time it. for you to make your own Twitter with DJ No Clue as your I know, Twitter. I know, I know. Do it. No I have got, I actually have got a Twitter account that I accessed about, I don't know, 20 years ago. That's great. Knows. Thanks for sharing. Uh, and that's it, I guess. Okay. Listen to me on Friday. I'm playing again. Right. And it's going back to back. And DJ Ninja Fox is joining me, and we're taking it in turns every half an hour. So we're going to switch it up a bit. So oh, yeah. it's going to be good. going to be good fun. There you go, Duke. Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to, had to yawn. Uh, I will shout out Jay for making our quizzes every week. Thank you. Shout out to Derek Sines for uh, reminding me of that hilarious copy editing podcast. <laughs> what a dork. Uh, and also for the uh, good questions that he asks every week. And shout out Antonio because he's the man. And shout out uh, the makers of For the King because I like that game and it's fun. And shout out the Duchess because she's making sushi tonight. What? What? And shout out me for making a cool Discord tune and for cleaning the scum off of our water bottles. Nice. Wow. Is that it? That's it. I think we're done. No, not done. Whoops. Sorry, I hit the wrong button. If you like this podcast, there, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Too many, some people say. Come on now. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to, you know, great forums. We don't have any other friends. So, check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Wild now it's time for this. We want Jelly Willy! We want Jelly Willy! There you go. Job done, I think.